Chris is back. Oh my god, it's like Chris uh, is back. What's up, gang? It's been s- seven long weeks, and we can finally. I've missed our... you so much. It's been right, so Chris. long. How's everybody I... doing? Well, actually, look at you your little face. Wait, wait. Can I just? I just. Oh my god, my mouse isn't working. Here we go. Mm. Look at him. Good to be He's back. Back. Hey, team. <laughs> Chris, as usual, just looks exactly the same. Like, nothing's <laughs> changed. Still but, beard, still borrowed different glasses, but I assume that that's that's not true. That's it. If anyone's wondering where I've been, the cold. Oh, that's right. We're bringing it back. You've been in the cold. That's right. They said don't go, but I went, and now it's been seven it's been weeks. Seven weeks. The cold yeah. was before my time, and I still don't understand. It wasn't it. even on this stream technically. It was I actually know. on a Chris. Solo oh, it stream. happened. Oh, it happened. <laughs> And Chris went into the cove, and I didn't. I don't really remember. It's been a weirdly eventful two years, uh, and also we did this show every day for so long that I just don't. So I don't know any of the things that happened. Like it's insane that I don't live in that apartment anymore. Yeah. Like I fully don't. Chris I don't live in moved that country twice. anymore. Chris has moved co- like Chris like has moved coasts. A lot. I think you've had a three lot. coasts. Three coasts. I've had three coasts, and I think like six or seven different places. Okay, yeah. let's do, we will start. Finny P. Yeah. Your dad's. My dad's. Then there was like two Victoria the, places. You were in the hostel? The hostel, the first apartment, the second apartment, which had all the fairy lights and stuff in yes. it. Yes. Uh-huh. Right? Uh, then there was the Airbnb when I first moved to Toronto. Yes. And now this place. Seven. That's seven. And we're in your mood. You're moving to an eighth because you are going yeah. to another location briefly. So we're looking at eight or nine before the end of the year. Oh, easily. Yeah. In, in the last year, I've lived in seven different places and um, none of them felt like home. Let me say this. Uh, are, are you guys ready for this? I think I've lived in, I think I may have only lived in seven places total. Oh, really? I lived in seven places before I was eight. No. Oh, okay. Wow. Let's go through. We can go through all of them. Um, Davisville in Toronto, first apartment with my mom there. Grandparents' house, house I grew up in. That's three. Totally mm. fine. First apartment in Montreal. Second apartment in Montreal. Toronto apartment. Oh my God. It's not it's not seven. It's, it's not I think, seven. It's, it's I think it might seven. be nine. I think it's gonna be nine. So Toronto apartment, London place. Uh first uh la place second la place holy shit eight places total there's a couple wow. I've, i i did massage uh, some arguments could be made i lived on the road for a year so technically sure. i lived nowhere and also yeah. i lived in my Everywhere. ex-wife's place for four months like on again yeah. off again like there's stuff like that which is like technically but like my mail was sent to eight places in my whole life that's nuts that's so few that's quite that's, few but i also think that's like sort of normal like my life is (laughs) my life is not that way like we when i was born we lived in a trailer in dawson creek and then we moved i think we i think we moved into a house there and then we moved to regina we lived in two houses in regina in saskatchewan 
then we moved to BC and we lived in uh, the spider house, the one with the, the bushes that stabbed me. Was that... I know, I know what the spider house is. Yeah, we talked about the spider house. <laughs> we, talked about the spider we, we did not talk about the spider house with old John Hastings. I feel that like was gone that week. It was a, it, it, was a house of, it was a house that we moved into when we um, first moved to White Rock, and it was it was like this big, beautiful house. And I, I, I remember looking at it and being like, "This is huge. How can we afford it?" And then we walked in, and the the bottom floor it was a two floor house. The bottom floor was just spiders everywhere spiders <laughs> top floor nope no spiders oh yeah no, no. idea why so you just lived because, on the top floor <laughs> so there were two there were three bedrooms my parents obviously got the master bedroom and because i was older and therefore faster i just ran upstairs and was like dibs mine and i made my brother sleep in the bottom floor and i honestly don't think he's ever been the same uh <laughs> your poor brother can i just yeah. say this and i'm working on this in terms of stand-up on a couple of things about childhood but this is the thing now with kids is that they like people who are, exist now like i think about my brother my brother his parents were together like mm. for whatever you want to say like um like there was other stuff going on but they still like they had careers and they were figuring it out like mm. so, like my mom had a like had a career but like crazy at the beginning of it so many things like needed sorting out all that sort of stuff like people used to have kids and they were living in like trailers and shit yeah. like people would be uh -huh. like like i remember people in montreal when i was living there like people that were already farty loser hippies i remember mm -hmm. one of them was like oh, i'm gonna have a kid because you know like i just feel like that's what i want to do in my 20s and it's just like wow don't yeah, do that yeah by the way subsequently the first house I had that kid, in... very bad parent <laughs> oh no which one private chat private do i know this person her name was stephanie she once burnt <laughs> so much sage at a house party that um i genuinely thought someone had set a dog on fire and <laughs> if i had to describe the um, i've never seen someone who smelt so much like patchouli like cocaine so much like you know when you're just like that's not usually the vibe of someone who goes to the tam tams uh yeah, ashley, for those combo. Who, what you need to know ashley is the tam tams is a drum circle that happens in montreal with such a level of lack of irony it's fantastic like there is no no <laughs> one is there to just go to watch like people are there like no i'm the drum gives me life like it's that reminds awesome. me i like during the fringe somebody told me that they went to some sort of not seance but some sort of witchy midnight Carl emotional reading thing okay <laughs> and i i didn't really get much information but it was just like they said that they kind of got invited along and just went and then didn't realize until they got there that it was a totally non-ironic yes. let's all sit around in a circle and talk about our feelings and they couldn't leave <laughs> i will say that actually makes me feel very better because i assume we're going to do a full fringe uh, roundup here with chris rejoining yeah get this into the fringe roundup i do want to hear about the houses ashley lived in by the way because yeah the I first house i ever grew up in was a house that my parents bought when they were f like first getting on the property ladder or something is mm -hmm. everything okay chris so I've, I've got the I've got the last outdoor show today and it was raining all morning and then it was nice for two hours and it just started kicking down. I was about to say I was like that is a storms coming in all over the place, baby. Oh my god, yeah. Canada is getting absolutely climate changed. Holy shit. Sean, Ho Sean Hogan, famous songwriter of the clomp 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 song. Clomp 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 clomp. Um he's in PEI right now, uh Prince Edward Island for uh, the uninitiated. Yeah, and yeah. he was just sending me pictures from his uh, street. And it's like huge centuries old tree through a house. 
uh, street Shit. torn up. Like it's fucked out there. Wow. And yeah. also, hi, chat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> listeners, Hello, chat. live listeners. Hello, everybody. Welcome in. What's up? Um, What's up? Sorry, clap, 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 clap. We clap. were just so we were so distracted at being together for the first time. <laughs> I liked uh, Baldi. Baldi just said uh, Chris's brother is just a bunch of spiders in a human suit. <laughs> he got replaced. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that. There, by the way, I gotta say this. Something that would that be I a great bring... like short story film oh, thing. Wouldn't it just? Yeah. yeah. The spider gang just try and be a big boy for the like we can do it guys we can do it <laughs> no you could see it being like an episode of treehouse of horrors from the simpsons where it's yeah. like they go to a spider house and then bart or lisa or someone gets replaced by spiders and then they just accept that they have like this spider being as do part they of the family still do the tree they must still do treehouse no of horror i don't know they're on season 36 i saw though that is insane a lot. crazy wait so I'm one year younger, older <laughs> than the Simpsons. Simpsons. I hate that. Yeah. I hate that right? a lot. Don't care for that because one day it's going to end, and then I'm just the Simpsons. Like, and well, here's here's a weird that's years. That's thirty six seasons. Yeah, yeah they, about, do, I think it's one a year. One, yeah, because they're in old school. Yeah, yeah, I know a lot of shows will do like two seasons in a year. It'll be like a fall and a spring or something. But yeah. the Simpsons because they run so many. It yeah. was. Uh, um, it's got so the Simpsons has been running for the same amount of time as LeBron James has been alive. I hate that. The Simpsons more. and LeBron James are the same age. Let me tell you what which, I hate more than that, which is LeBron's fucking thought that he, his son, will play for the Lakers. You got to earn that jersey, LeBron. You got to earn it. You can't just do it because of what your dad fucking did for a living. Sorry, everybody. Oh, no. He's like, oh, yeah. So that's that's Bronny. That's uh, LeBron Jr., um, who LeBron already says he regrets naming after himself because, my God, imagine being named after the best basketball player of all time. Yeah. And then trying to play basketball. Why do you have I... that drug addiction, Bronny? Well, you answered it when you said my name. Go ahead, Ashley. I really agree with Boomstickery's comment here. Halloween specials always scared me more than actual horror. The banal becoming scary is far scarier than... Completely yeah. agree. The, hol- the Treehouse of Horrors used to scare me so much. Yeah, some of them were pretty so fucking spooky. Some of them man. were really scary. I remember the, the that was the first time I heard The Raven by Edgar Allan Poe. Because they have that whole section I that's just the poem. The rave. Yeah, just the poem. They just do the raven. Yeah. Yeah, and Bart's the raven, and Marge is Lenore, and Homer is the guy. But mm-hmm. it's so, like, haunting and spooky. And I'm just like, ah, this is a poem. Why am I uncomfortable? This is a poem on a cartoon show. <laughs> just made me fucking tense. It was James Earl Jones. Good memory, Baldy. It's also that thing of like just certain details changing suddenly make things something so terrifying. Like imagine if you just you looking you're surveying a war zone and you just saw a guy in a white polo and shorts just walking through the war zone. You're like, well, I'm I'm super scared of that. Like I don't know what that guy's there for. It's not good. Like that guy's that like, guy's oh, got oh. a bomb. <laughs> oh, at, like you hope that guy's had a bomb. I'm hoping that guy's not just looking for a corpse to fuck. You know, there's a there's a lot of those in Toronto right now. Toronto's experiencing a boom of. Of, oh well gonna avoid that guy for sure i saw half a tube or like subway carriage just stand up and walk to the other side <laughs> because this one guy just he was just sitting there oh we got raided critical Yay! drinking Yay! critical drinking thank you so much for the raid. raid here's a raid video raid. Welcome to the Untitled Street with John and Chris and Ashley. Stick around and give us a follow. You are awesome. 
Welcome. Oh my Raider. god, it's so long since we did that properly. <laughs> oh, welcome. Uh, I will completely agree. Listen, I have a lot of friends that are Canadian. I've been to Canada, like on again, off again, a couple of times. There is such a tension in Canada right now because essentially, unlike America, where a bunch of horrible stuff has happened, you've had the release of like the prime the president changed. We had an insurrection. We've had loads of race riots. You know what I mean? Like things we've got, we're making stuff happen, baby. You know what I mean? Action is taking place. Not always good action, but it's still action. And in Canada, it's literally been a stalemate yeah. for seven we're years. Doing like it's, it's just uh, just this pretty man won't do shit. I but mean, the Ireland's only... kind of the same. Ireland hasn't shifted very much in the past few years either. Oh no, but Canada has shifted. Like Canada's response is like. The Conservative Party of Canada went from 100,000 members to 400,000 members and elected a guy that is like, like, he's like, imagine if a James Bond villain was also a virgin. And like, yeah. he's just this guy, Pierre, I can't say his last name, Poilievre. And it just sucks. And it's just terrifying. But there's this huge tension in Canada. Like, I'm not surprised that you're just like, well, I can't be next to this guy. Because I, like, I talk to people. And like the way Canadians talk about COVID, it's like, it's like for a year, someone just came to their house and fucked their mom in front of them. Like it was just like, and then, and then my mom stopped liking it. She just, it's really dry. Can you get me ointment? Like, it's just like, Jesus, I don't remember it being that bad. I did a show last night at a golf course in the middle of nowhere. And I was on with Nick Beaton and he was emceeing. And so Nick did, uh, Nick's sort of like more political comedian. So he had a bunch of COVID stuff. And some of the reactions to it were confusing. Oh, yeah. There was like the, ooh, things going with the the truckers. They would applaud prematurely. Uh, conspiracy. There was one woman at the front that was just like, when he said something that was a little vague about vaccines, like you couldn't tell where he was, and she just fucking went in. Big pops. And I was like, oh, damn, this is where they live. That's interesting. This is... A friend of mine. Immediate, immediately I... changed parts of my set. Immediately oh, just yeah. took out. <laughs> I mean, I've gone the other way in my slightly older age, mm -hmm. uh, where I have really started to antagonize people, mostly because I live in America and I have discovered you can say anything to Americans if you follow it up with just bear in mind I can vote. And like as soon yeah. as they do not like <laughs> weird like in Britain, they still get pissed off Canada, but America's like, Oh, you actually can't affect change here? Yeah, continue with mm -hmm. your opinions. I don't care. Like wow. well, for, for me, it was like, part of me wanted to fuck with them, but it was also um uh it's my last show before I before I move back west for a while. Sure. And and I wanted to keep that relationship because yeah. I'm sort of cutting cutting everything for a little bit and then I'm moving around. And then uh, um and so it's like I'm trying to leave everything in a good spot. Mm -hmm. Oh when I come so, back everything. Yeah, you works. want to be able to pick so, up. Yeah. Just so you yeah. guys for a program note, Chris is um gonna be smuggling cigarettes over the American Canada border for the next couple of months. Oh, he just needs the cash. I thought he was going Daddy's on a bear hunt. Daddy's gotta pay his bills. He's you thought he was going on a what? Going on a bear hunt. Oh, you do that in the mornings, but you have to do something in the afternoons when you're in yeah. the when you're That's just my Saturday nights, Ashley. Hey, hey. Oh, come on. <laughs> you know that, that joke is it's implying that uh, having sex with a bear yeah. is funny, which we all know is not. It's actually oh, very see, I hard. read it. I read it in the gay way, going on a bear hunt. <laughs> yeah, it was a male bear. It was what? Male. Yeah. Yeah. Chris, but you're hey, I have a question. This is a if it is inner species. Do you still to stick to your sexuality if you're going to have sex with another species, or is it just games off? Like all, like you know I think yes. Interesting. So I'm going to say no. Well, my sexuality is. Yeah, exactly. You're yeah, not. You don't right across the board anyway. It doesn't make a question. Doesn't apply. 
I'm going to say no. I'm going to say new species, new you. I think I think you're right. I think a lot of it is um, just any holes a goal when you get into that area. I don't like that sentence. Didn't care yeah, I don't like those people. And <laughs> so like I that, use that sentence. Any holes a goal. <laughs> I can picture that guy. That guy is so Canadian. That guy That guy hangs out at Comedy Bar and did, did an improv course 10 years ago. That's such an inside reference, but Chris is literally about to be like, yeah, he agrees. Yeah. Right, Chris? That, uh, well, I just grew up with that guy. That was my whole town. That was my whole I mean, I feel town. like I get the vibe even if I don't know the insider the kind of guy that up until maybe two years ago was saying to women occasionally you know it'd be cool if you guys kissed yeah by the way i definitely saw a guy i think going for that had i had somebody once say to me about my set you know what would be really cool is if you acted out the orgasm (sighs) be worse though if someone said that to you about sex (laughs) (laughs) is chris frozen i think chris is frozen Chris is frozen. Oh, we had a mistake. Oh, this is not what I meant to bring up. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Glenn Wool is a bear. He is a bear. I'm I'm not going to lie to you. Like, Alex was not wrong on that, that Glenn Wool is a bear. Yeah. Let me ask you this Um, Do you think if you went Canadian comedians who are big in Britain, welcome back. In terms of, like, uh, if you had, if I was just thinking this, okay, so to get us back on track with Edinburgh, if every like big British comedy ethnicity got into a physical fight, where do you think the Canadian, you have to, so what it is, is it's posh English people. Okay, we could take them. Definitely gonna take them. Uh, Sorry, we're pitting Canadians up against all British acts. No, we're, we're gonna go specifically to- by race. <laughs> not necessarily by race also by gender and also class um okay and i think it's just, it's just we're gonna group we're gonna group them all we're gonna group them all and we're gonna see who would win in a physical fight so it's canadians okay. posh english dudes uh-huh wreck okay. them yeah posh english women right there no. not wrecking not no wrecking. they're beating you no because that one also by the way that is such a much deeper pool as in people realize like, in that I cannot name two of the people I would 100% put on that team because I do not want to get a cease and desist order from <laughs> one of the people and or I don't want my mom to be murdered by another one of the people who would fly to Canada and kill my mom oh. as a message. I mean, I want to know which one that is. You know which one that is. She's Everyone, rich, is she? Oh, Everyone, yeah. That's who I was thinking of. That's what I was no, thinking of. No, no. This, yeah. this is who I'm talking about. She's rich. Yes. But not in the category that you yes, said. Yes, she is. That is all of a lie, Ashley. <laughs> wow, that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Whoa. <laughs> right? Just pieces falling in. I mean, that person, I've been I've been hearing more and more about that person lately. Oh my God. But we're not gonna get yeah. That, I, I thought there was what? at least one thread of authenticity. What? Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. I mean, this person, I mean, I was about to say something that I couldn't take back. Never mind. Never mind. I'm not going to say because you, uh, the chat would be able to figure out who we're talking about. And I'm not. Having I, I almost did the exact same thing. I had. Uh... <laughs> yeah. So close. So close. Yeah. Let me say, oh, tell you how close it would be. It'd be like if I was trying to not reveal Chris. Um, it would be like, you know, yeah. uh, it's just a guy whose last name would uh, indicate gambling. And he's bald and has a beard named Chris. You know what I mean? Like, that's how close it would have been. <laughs> um, all right. So we got uh, posh English dudes uh posh women uh i'm gonna go uh now um standard white guy your uh 
your uh your Glenn what's his fuck Reese Piss um okay. uh, <laughs> Reese Piss is by the way eight guys combined Reese Piss <laughs> could be Reese James he could be Brennan Reese he could like also I love all of these people it's just they, they you can love there's also a third one I can't remember right now Oh, the Glenn, what's his name? Well, the, he won. He was not not nominated for the award, but everyone thought he was going to be Glenn Moore. Oh, Glenn Moore. Glenn Moore. You're just a white man. Canadians could beat the shit out of them. Oh yeah. 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 Probably. <laughs> um, people that are working class. Well, what is going on with Chris today? My my. Uh, uh, I don't think my my. I I updated OBS because I'm an idiot. <laughs> and uh, you don't want to do that, weird. buddy. No, so stupid. And I'm back. Um. Yeah, is there is there a group that we that you think that it would be sh- faster to name a group that we couldn't take? Like, can you think of one working class women, working class men? There's no way you could take either one of those groups. You couldn't take the Liverpool group. Disagree entirely. A hundred percent could take the Liverpool group because the Liverpool group are not. There's like two fit ones. You know what I mean? Like they're not. Like there's a load to them, but I wouldn't say that they're the paragon of health. You know what I'm saying? No. And there's also like like Adam a lot Rowe, of if it was a physical fight between me and Adam oh, Rowe, at, him up. like here's the thing is we would hug, kiss on the lips. Okay, let's not get into turf wars. Sh- like not, the I biggest I, I will, podcast I mean, going. Not a turf war. Adam knows we love him. He'll talk. He'll talk I about love, it on his. I love Adam uh, with my whole heart. I think he's a wonderful man. I think Dan is. I like Adam man. a lot. I kind of got oh, to meet him a bit more during the fringe. Let me say this. If he and I had a fight, it would be a bloodbath because we both just wouldn't want to lose. And also, I'm coming at it at a deficiency. I'm one arm down, but I would eventually beat the shit up. Like, I would just, I would, I, because I want to at the end be like, I got a word for you, bitch. You know what I mean? Like, just absolutely get out. <laughs> oh, we reckon I could beat up Adam. Oh. I don't think so. I couldn't beat up many people. <laughs> I, but like, I think what you're forgetting, John, is how many, like, there's our generation of Canadians, which is like you, me, and Dylan, who aren't necessarily oh. violently, uh, I'm 100% uh, thinking about bringing in but the, the ringers. Older generation. Oh, yeah. Do not fuck around. Like Glenwell will hurt you. Craig Campbell is a <laughs> maniac. That's who I was thinking of. I right think there. Phil yes. Nickel might have already killed people. Like, who I'm thinking of is I would I would I would have to bury the hatchet with Sean Collins and Craig Campbell, <laughs> yes, which will yes. be tough because Craig Campbell has blocked me on every conceivable social media thing mm. based off of the simple fact that he was in the midst of COVID, being really mean to Jack Carroll on Facebook, and I just wrote in the comments. God bless my ex-wife. The I remember you saying this. I have used this sense. It is the best. Just write, who are you? And yeah. someone of that level cannot comprehend that someone wouldn't know who they are. <laughs> and it is, it, I, I, it oh, also it's someone a, you've met so many times. That's why it's met him so, so much meaner. That's, I yeah. also have not met him. Haven't met him once. I met him one time at an audition. Really? I've never met him since. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. Isn't the weird that Sean Collins and I are from the same town and I met him one time at the Manchester Comedy Store and I was just like, yeah, you're exactly all of the dudes of that age from the Ottawa Valley where you're just really into telling people about pussy. Can, you, I, can you bring up David's comment? Um, I like that. Oh, Come sorry. on. I like that. <laughs> Uh, like think, Chris, nothing wrong with a headbutt bets can bring in more violent backups. There is nothing. Hey, this uh, is the show where sometimes violence is the answer. I mean, sometimes I would, violence is the answer. Can I just say this? I ran in. I was in London for a full month. I ran into Alexi Sale two times on the street. Where that guy, I think, has the nicest apartment in London. I think he lives like a 
at Holborn Station is best I could describe because I kept seeing mm. him with an amount of groceries. Either that or Alexi Sale travels deep when it comes to groceries because I saw him with like a, like a week's worth of shopping twice uh, in that area. There's no way you're going out of your way to go to that Sainsbury's. Like he has I, to live in that area. I used to see him in foils all the time, like the cafe on the like sixth floor. Yeah, he must live in that area. You're not hanging out at the, I mean, I hang out he, at the foils. He would just sit there and it was like, buddy, you can go better places than this. Why are you here? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Irish people think, are scrappy. Irish I mean, here's the thing scrappy. is this would be the real bloodbath too, because yeah. also Canadians, much like Irish people, have something to weirdly prove to the English and we would take mm. it out on each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, speaking of which, uh, Ashley, you're in Scotland, which is close enough to England uh, that you might be able to answer this. Has the 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 whole we love the Queen stuff died Not down? Done. I Not am done. officially done, by the way. With the, the second I saw you motherfuckers were arresting people for calling Andrew a pedophile. Go fuck Absolutely. yourself. Absolutely. Go fuck Ridiculous. yourself. You're fucking done. Eat my Honestly, butt. Honestly, like I, I was in Edinburgh gigging that weekend when she was in Edinburgh. Um, and... She was not in Edinburgh. Her, she was dead. She was. She. Her you know, body sorry, was in Edinburgh. You. It just it drives me crazy. They're like her spirit still. It's like no, her spirit does not no, hang just, over anything. She's dead. I, I wasn't know. talking she is about gone. Her not, I'm not. It's not for. It's not directed to you. It's just like you just try and read about the goddamn war in Ukraine, and suddenly everyone's like, "But before we get to things that matter, let's talk about this old woman who's still dead." And you're like, I, "Yeah, she's not coming back, guys." No. Oh, yeah. Um. But yes, her corpse. Um. Or is it cake? I, I tweeted that and I really expected it to do better than it did. Um, <laughs> Don't get it. Do not get it, Chris. The do you cake get it? thing. The Remember, cake is it cake? Everything's cake. There's a Netflix show called Is It Cake? Is it cake? Where you have to, from a distance, look at things and guess which one's cake. It's no, that's not a show. Is that a show? <laughs> it's unwatchable. What are you talking about? That? How is that? Why, are, why is it Because that, why cake we... artists make something that looks so real. And they put it next to a thing, and you have to guess which one of them is cake. I would watch yeah. that right now. And I, I really expected my tweet to do so much better. Um, <laughs> you should, based on how exciting the premise of this television show sounds to me. Yeah. Um, anyway, her corpse was in Edinburgh. Mm. But all the roads were off. Like, you could not drive into Edinburgh City. All the roads yeah. were closed off for three days before she even got there. Yeah. Like, insane. I... My favorite was people where there was like a uh, a lot of people on my timeline um, guessing that she wasn't even in the coffin, that she's not there. But mm. no one gave an option of where she was. Great question. Let's wildly speculate right now. Great question. Here's what I'm saying. Andrew's house. I think. <laughs> oh, I thought I think Charles's. Interesting. I think Andrew. I think Andrew's going to Norman Bates the situation. That's that's what I was thinking as well. Yeah. But I I don't think Andrew because she sort of cut him out. She she, she did you not know, cut him out as we now know. She, she took paid, a lot she, of his royal duties away, didn't she? Well, no, that was Charles. Charles, and then she um, she snuck him back in by having her him escort her to his seat for Philip's funeral, and mm. it's like and she's the one who paid fucking Gouffre or whatever the the victim's name is. I can't mm -hmm. remember oh, yeah. the name at this moment. Gifre. Yeah. Gifre or something like that. Yeah, yeah like a, I, I don't really, think I ever heard it out loud. I just read it, but yeah, like, but the twelve million quidsies, like for fuck's sake, yeah. like a yeah. I'm guilty amount of money. Yeah. No, oh yeah. yeah. What would have happened if it had happened during the fringe? Fringe would have. Uh, I think it would have killed the fringe forever. I think they would have had to stop the fringe, and the momentum yeah. never would have returned because the amount of. This was my personal experience in the fringe. I found it to be incredibly rewarding and incredibly difficult. My big takeaway from it is this is there are a lot of people that really how do I say this diplomatically? A lot of 
entities within the fringe felt that they were very important and needed sympathy, not Uh understanding that every comedian has been struggling longer and had no assistance from anyone. Mm-hmm. So that the if that had happened, and so a lot of people walked out of the festival with resentments, both real and imagined. Mm. Um, and uh, and if the queen had died and they'd have to shut it halfway through, I don't think it could have recovered. I think like no. at least two of the big venues would have gone down. There's still speculation; wow. some of them may not. Like yeah. I don't know. Like I heard craziness coming out of this friend. Yeah. Like. I don't know what we discussed on the Patreon or not, but like I know more than one company was looking at bankruptcy protection. Yeah. A big Shit. producer is not coming back. Like really? Yeah, give give yeah. that name. Give that name. I Spill will that not tea, give baby. That. I'll, I'll give you that name, but I'm not putting yeah, yeah. it up. Um, wow, really, Ashley. I mean, I gotta tell you, as it turns out, these guys were great during the entire festival. <laughs> yeah. I gotta be totally honest. They were always they, nice to John. They oh. absolutely <laughs> like they absolutely went out of their way to be somewhat supportive. And from what I could see, I'm sure there's people that have examples totally to the contrary, in the way that I have examples that could be totally like um how do I say this? Like totally contradicted by other people's experiences. Um, um oh yeah, oh yeah, no. <laughs> Guys, don't think I don't uh, fuck the private chat. Say we it on the say a lot on the Patreon. <laughs> Listen, that may happen. To, I gotta like, be honest. It may honestly, happen. it's worth signing up. I get very fucking loose-lipped on the Patreon. <laughs> mm. We should do a drunk one soon. Yeah, we should. We Whoa. should. Whoa, shut the fuck up. Yeah. For real, Ashley. Yeah. I, mean, I, think, I think you can say that second part without mentioning the... Yeah, yeah, actual yeah. Actually, uh, if I don't, if I don't say true. who it is, yeah, just don't yeah, the venue because that's a crazy thing that people. This is also know. true of um, this is true of two venues. Two of the big venues had seven on average of seven shows a day. Uh, no, what was it? No, it was on average of seventeen percent of shows. That's it was what it was. it was. Yeah, it was on average seventeen percent of shows pulled every day. Every day. Oh my god! Like that's, that's the I mean, ones that are pulled. Yeah, and you nobody. just you know, you yeah, know that across the board a lot of shows are doing badly like yeah, probably people. selling yeah. really low ticket numbers and yeah. stuff so that's right alex the system shit. works the system works alex i don't understand what's wrong with the system system is fine and benefiting me um 17 i think that's a that's big venues alex but i was i was talking to um i was talking to some of the canadian comics that went and uh, like andrew barr um i went to go see him record his album which is going to be very good um and oh, sure. he said that one thing that he hadn't thought of and I, it hadn't crossed my mind either they were in a free fringe venue and um no one has cash anymore. Mm-hmm. they didn't think about that as a post-covid thing nobody just carries cash around to put in your bucket and no. so and because it's edinburgh they were they were fucking eight feet of hundred year old stone between them and the internet and so they had to like walk people out into the street to and hope make the card that they readers work to get the card reader work. Yeah, it's like man, that's that sucks. Like they, a lot of Canadians took a like a dicking this year. Oh, like, so really? Did, it's going to have to be a total reevaluation. I thought of that at the last possible second. By the way, that I was like, wait, no one has cash anymore, hmm. which is why I very I had a. Um, a Zelle unit uh, FedEx yeah. to Alex Hall's office at the assembly. I had a spare card reader that you totally are you borrowed. fucking kidding me? Well, it's fine. It's also it's always one of reach out to the Troggies first, John. These are these are rules. He was to like, live hey, by. listen, my day before the first, like that train ride up to the festival was an absolute nightmare. In yeah. that, like, it went from everything is smooth sailing to 
like okay reviewer was coming in on the first night no tickets sold like all sorts Fuck of that. like it was just one of those things where it was just it was crazy and then i remember that and was like oh god we gotta make it happen <laughs> um i think it's gonna be an incredibly wild and insane uh year preparing for next year's festival i think next year's mm -hmm. festival is also going to be quite crazy and insane um let's go through the highlights what did chris miss ashley you were out and about socializing so you I take us through because all i did was doing <laughs> i'm mostly in room yeah i was surprisingly well behaved yeah i would say you're qu quite chaste <laughs> ish um i I have a secret suspicion, by the way, that is deep private chat, and we won't talk about it on air. But I, I have a secret suspicion about something that did not happen. But I have a suspicion. That's what I, uh, I just want to. I just want to trust Alex because she said this a few times. Uh, Alex, we're gonna we're gonna just stick to the three of us today because we haven't all been on in a while. So we'll get Tuck on another time. Um, um, yes, one day we we do need to get Tuck on because yeah, I, I want to ask him his, how his fringe went because he also had an absolute he, crazy one. Tim, he had a crazy one. I saw him. Towards the end of the fringe, he had like cuts all over his face, and I gave him a hug, and he was like, "Uh, my shoulder is really painful," and I was just like, "What happened?" What happened? <laughs> and he he fell over. <laughs> of course, of course, is, yeah, yeah. Which kind of um, was it? Like fall over or John Hastings fall over? I think maybe somewhere in between. Oh, interesting. The boozy John. I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so most Alex sober is fell down the stairs at the mash house. I've uh, never. Yes. I, by the way, that's the most sober I've ever seen Tom Tuck until I found out he fell down the stairs at the mash house. So I'm going, okay, well, not totally sober, but he was because mm -hmm. he was hosting ACMS with a guest host. John Luke Roberts wasn't really doing it this year. He was wanted to concentrate on solo stuff and other things. And I think that was really good for Tom. Because he just couldn't get sloshed at that yeah. show in the same way, and he had to steer the boat. Very fun, by the way. CMS remains a real highlight for your late-night comedy fun needs, especially now that Spank is gone. I did yeah. have a fun time on ACMS. Uh, I did um, my... I, I For the first time ever, I did a nun costume, outfit, character thing. Oh, and cool. it was really fun. It was really, nice. really fun. Um, Would you, if you, I'll never do it again. But. Why? <laughs> That's what ACMS is for. Well, Never yeah, doing it that's again. That's what ACMS I is for. Do you have a favorite moment from ACMS? I have two. Like, they are up there in my favorite fringe memories. I have two memories of ACMS. Um, you go ahead this with yours. Or in general, just in general. One was um, my girlfriend, then wife, now ex-wife. No enemy. No, um, <laughs> ex-wife uh, was coming to visit Edinburgh, and like her plane was super delayed, and I was super stressed. And I just got the idea for ACMS, which was I blindfolded myself. And I said, I'm going to hold the microphone and say one-liners. You guys have to, have to um, crowd surf me around the venue without me knowing if I'm being crowd surfed for the 10 minutes I'm going to do one-liners. And then I just did that. And it was so fun. Like The videos of it are insane because, A, there's a gap between the two groups of people. Yeah. And I just started heading towards that gap. And you just see like... Nick Duty, like just or someone just like rub and be like, oh my god, we gotta do something. <laughs> and then I made like over there, and then they just like it went back and forth. Oh, it's great. The other one was, um, and this story isn't true, and I don't know how I didn't even do this, which was I used occasionally do a thing where I'll bring on an audience member and mm -hmm. I say, I'm gonna tell a story, say more or less detail. And I brought on Chris and mine's friend Rohan's son, Rohan being a oh, TV producer. Chris. 
And then I brought in his son, who at the time was like 16. Hmm. And I told a story that has did not happen involving the Chortle Awards, which I was not a part of, and told that, that story in intense detail and named a lot of names. And none of it's hmm. ever gotten back to the people because the ASUMIAS crowd, good people. And then Rohan told me to never tell that story again. <laughs> <laughs> that's excellent i went the night that i did acms a pierre novelli was on as well oh. and he was great but i think it was before yeah i think he i can't remember if it was before or after he was on but i think it was before and i forget her name but there was another act on and she was a musical act and she got on and she started her song and you could tell it was going somewhere like it was it was a joke written song hmm. but she just stopped playing <laughs> and there was a silence for a moment where everyone was just like what's happening what and that? she just went i'm really sorry but the shrooms have just hit me <laughs> <laughs> and then it was like everyone was kind of thinking wait is this is this a bit like is yeah. that and it was not a bit. It was awesome. not a bit at all because she was just like, okay, no, I can, I can do this. I can do this. And so she got like a cheer and then she kind of tried to start the song again, got up to the same point and just stopped playing. Yeah. I was, I... <laughs> and she couldn't get past it. And then she was like, right, I'll try a different song. The strings feel really weird. And it was one of those things where it could have been a car crash. It could have been ridiculous, but yeah everyone was just so on board with her trip yeah. that it was just really kind of endearing and funny to watch. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah, apparently Sarah's saying she was there, Sarah Kay. Yeah, I met Sarah Kay there. It was so great. It was so, I also so um, have to say this about, I also met Chris, so many Trogies were at the festival. It was so fun. So combined Because the Trogies and also the rest of the review come monkeys both did the same thing, a couple of them, which was like, after they like come to the show, be like great show. Then they'd be like walking by you and lean in and just be like, "I'm Sarah Kay, by the way." And you're just like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah!" It was very yeah. cool. Really, the really best cool. was I had like a guy that literally looked like a bit like two businessmen, like business, like Scottish businessmen in suits yeah. from work at my show. Both put money in my bucket, and then as they were walking back, both leaned in and went. We're come monkeys, and it was, I, I was just like, "Yes, this is so good. This is why we named our fans the Come Monkeys." That yeah. you guys have to lead in, and also because usually I can always tell who the people that are into the rest of you are because it'll be the guy who is just yeah. that next to a very understanding woman, like the most understanding girlfriend, who's mm -hmm. like, "Okay, we'll go see him do comedy." but I am not going to see wrestling. And then they're pleasantly surprised there's no wrestling in the show. And then mm. as they're leaving, the one that literally leans in and goes, the, my favorite was, uh, I'm a cum monkey. And then I also found out, oh yeah, so great. I was about to just dock someone. Never mind. I just get so excited <laughs> with people's fan identities. Um, but yeah, I so think it was a lot of fun. My, uh, uh, just for my ACMS ones, the um, I have two. And one of them was, I just felt like I got to, protect the acms sweet boys Aww. from from a drunken losers because like it was in the 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 uh that venue that they have downstairs in london and i was going last and it was like a really fun nice show and what then, venue was that i do not know the it's where uh, martin willis runs his stuff yes uh, objectively funny that pub that used to be um this is deep stream the um, Hills Jago yes. used to run. I once did 
Hills Jago used to do auditions for her club, and they were hosted by Joel Domit, who I also his name I also saw. Oh, it was dead. for the competition. It was for the new act competition, the Amuse Moose. I understand, but did she do this for the competition where you had to do two minutes just to her? Ninety seconds. That's what it was. Yeah. So for the club, you got two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yep, yeah. I think you got. Oh. oh no! I think for the for the competition, it was sixty seconds. And it was you and everyone else that was in the heat. And like hundreds of fucking new comics would apply to the Amuse Moose competition. And so it would be a room full of like 40 comedians, all terrified, all nervous. And then just like hills yeah, just just... sitting in the middle, staring at you. And she'd come out and she'd be like, if you can't be funny in 60 seconds, then you have no business being on stage anyway. So why That's would I give true. you any more time not than true. that? Not what true. are you talking about? Yeah. So just because funny. you were friends with Jimi Hendrix, as it turns out, does not necessarily mean you know the dynamics of judging a stand-up comedy competition. That statement is what that reflects back to me. Um, yeah, just 60 seconds. Yeah. And you can't leave. That's David's right. You have to stay for everybody. No leaving. Otherwise, you get like shadow banned. Um Oof. But I was, uh, but yes, Does I was, she I was have the- gigs anymore. This is my now question no. about now. I'm thinking about the amusement. No, that's long over. So, what power, like, what can she offer? Just the competition? She's just got a domineering tone. Uh, and that's <laughs> that's enough. That <laughs> that's enough. enough. Yeah. Sometimes that's all you need, indeed. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yes, I was, uh, it was in that basement room in that same venue, and um, everyone was doing like well, and it was fun, and it was ACMS crowd, and then just for no reason. Two drunk dudes in suits, like a couple bros, just wandered in, and the whole energy changed. And you could feel that, like, the crowd was nervous, and all the like art comics were nervous. But I got to be like, I'm up next, this is where I shine. Yeah, (laughs) I got it. I I got to just like shut them down, do my jokes, do some fun, silly stuff, do some actual comedy and just like shift the atmosphere. And it felt so good to just suck the poison out of that room. Nice. That was, mm. I felt like it was like standing up for standing up for the kids that got bullied. I, was I, like, I got this. I'll make you safe. I have sort of the opposite of the story that takes place at this year's Edinburgh festival where I got booed off of late and live. And it was kind of a, basically the long and the short of it is, and there's some stuff I, I'm not going to talk about. But, um, ooh, spoiler. But anyway, the long and the short of it is I got into it with some real bag of shit dickheads. Mm-hmm. And I just... I think I heard about this, actually. And I remember thinking, why didn't he tell me this? <laughs> so, I, yeah. I don't oh, know. Kristen I don't... was there. Were you there, Kristen? Kristen was, was apparently in four different shows with me and never came and said hello to me. And I'm not okay with that. I kind of um, respect it. I kind of she made a decision. And that's it. So basically what happened was it, they were just shitheads. A also, did you know that steroids are now the number one street drug uh, in uh, Europe and North America? Like more people are doing steroids than are doing marijuana, which I don't necessarily believe, but was evident, like is something you could tell in that there was a level of menace with these guys. They were physically intimidating. Mm-hmm. Security for whatever took so long. And then for whatever reason, they decided, no, we're not ejecting them. So then I just was stood there and the entire crowd started turning on me because it looked like I didn't have the authority to boot out these threatening shitheads. Yeah. So, um, and I realized I was like, I can spend the rest of my now 12 minutes fighting this crowd and getting them back on side as I've done before. And I just went, I don't want to, I did that for six years. I'm not doing it. 
Bye. Yeah. And I just walked off. And what was so weird was <laughs> Dean, our agent, was like, are you all right? And I was like, I'm fine. I, I feel like I literally felt like I was like, no, I've, I've grown as a person. I don't need the approval of those people. I don't care. Yes, I yeah. do not care. And he was like, and like people were like, oh, like a couple people were like, oh, I heard you got booed off. And then what's even creepier is I went, yeah, it was great, actually. I feel like really good about it. Like Tanya Moore, <laughs> I think, thinks I'm insane. Because she was like, are you all right? And I was like, I'm totally fine. I'm fine. Yeah. I feel that I've like proven something to myself. Um, and, I think that's uh, a good move. And I just realized you told me this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and there was just there's a detail that I'm not going to get into that I will illuminate to um, uh, uh, the two of you, but I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to get yelled at by um, uh, certain folks. But just just watch uh, Chris and Ashley's face when they read that message. <laughs> 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 Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah. Actually, every time... <laughs> and I was going I, to go wide with that information, and then someone pointed out uh, that that is legally actionable, so I need to keep that kind of quiet. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, like oh. it was just bad stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, remember, I knew that, yeah, there was no... Okay, yeah, there, that that is so, so basically... But that's true of all the... The only artist bar that was guarded, I'm saying this to the Trogies, Trogies... Little piece of advice for next year: All the artist bars were not guarded except for the abattoir. If you, but it was like, that guy. Um, but it was that and, abattoir guy, though. Of he, course, he was always there. So you know, let me. Do you want to know who I ended up sat next rules. to on a train up to Edinburgh? So I get on my train in London. My journey. Oh my god! I don't even think I talked about this on the Patreon. You guys knew I did this, where I flew back to LA to do a corporate and flew back. Yeah. So did that flawlessly. Got an offer for another corporate, which I then did, which made the whole thing like super profitable. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Land in London the day after a train strike. And also for some reason, all the flights, like internal flights that day had been canceled so that you could not get a train to Edinburgh. Mm -hmm. but what I, because I'm a scammy, scummy artist, just booked a, um, you know, you can do like an open return and you get the return. And then, like, mm -hmm. weird things, like, on train line, it'll be, like, one cent more for that, even though yeah. it's mm -hmm. then the same price as one way. So I just did that and then got on a train with the return, which they, like, were trying to stop people, but technically they can't stop you doing. But yeah. I had no seat. And I would get to, like, the very top car, pretty empty, find an empty seat. I'm sitting in it at a table looking good. And then I see the guy, the abattoir guy, Canavan, get on the train. And in my head, I just went, I bet you I'm sitting in his seat. And yeah. he walks up and he goes, John, you're sat in my seat. <laughs> <laughs> and me and that guy, let me tell you, we in him, we shot the breeze for the next five hours. It was wow. oh, that guy. I because I was like, oh, this will be like, well, it'll like round down and we'll read our books or whatever. Mm. No, man, talking about different types of weddings you go to. We he made a really good point. No one talks about how England, Canada, America, Scotland. Ireland, Wales, all have different wedding traditions, mm -hmm. and no one's ever prepared for that. And I thought I was like that a fascinating mm -hmm. topic of conversation. Bike repair, yeah. Talked about who's a real dick to him at the abattoir. Nice. Everyone you would think, by the way. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I've seen it a couple times, and it's so funny every time <laughs> when I walk by. I'm like, how are you mean to this guy? And I just walk by, I give him a little wave. He goes, 
and oh. then just keeps just fucking with this person who's being an asshole. It just takes half a second just to acknowledge me. Hey. <laughs> that's right I gotta there. tell you, my favorite. So there, this was happening. For those of you who don't know, there's a bunch of artist bars. The Avatar is the one for the underbelly. You're around shit cuts, of course. And they're, <laughs> it's guarded by this guy in a big brown trench coat that looks like a riding crop coat with a suit underneath. And he will just not let people in. But mm -hmm. he will stand there and talk to them about it for hours oh for, he has so much patience <laughs> to explain why you're not getting into this fucking bar oh, yeah that's so funny um so i got uh i i was ordered to appear at the abattoir the, like for three nights uh by chris and mine's agent brett because quote unquote i have a reputation for being not around for networking ever uh was his quote and i went all right i'll be there and it actually like <laughs> i agree <laughs> not around i uh, i choose not to participate Mm -hmm. um, by the way, I was also not going to go. And then I said, can I get really stoned before Brett? And he went, yes. And then I went, fair. And I did. And I actually had a pretty <laughs> nice time. Mostly I just talked to Sindhu V. And, oh, uh, Sindhu's the best. And Sam, a nice American comedian who I should get on the show, actually. Very funny. Sam Morrison. Please check him out. And Alfie Brown. It was a good time. Anyway, oh, I um, so we did all that. But as we were walking in, three like drunk girls tried to do like the brush in with me. It was mm -hmm. so good because they were they're, they're walking up and like I was like, what's up buddy he's like nice to see you john nice to see you and i'm walking in and i hear one of them go like we're with him and and he went you are not <laughs> and they and they went we know him and 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 he went well what is his name and uh she went john hastings and then this was the best this is maybe the funniest thing i heard all festival which is that he went i can read a poster as well give me his full name <laughs> because we had been on a train together and i illuminated him that my full name is john mcneese hastings but i realized i'm like this guy's doing bits for me and i'm in the bar to people that are not getting in the bar that's excellent. I love that so much. If you would like to go to a place where comedians are filled with anxiety and doing cocaine, um, the avatar is for you. Also, not to spread gossip, I then also saw a very famous British comedian, definitely do, bunch of chimichanga in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But of course you do. I mean, that was yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Also, Tenero, I was talking to a friend of mine this morning about that Nigella Lawson thing. When everybody was like, Nigella Lawson does cocaine. Of course she yes. does, bro. She's so famous. Yes. Oh, doesn't give a shit. They all do it. Does, am I the only one that remembers when they just marketed Nigella's cooking show? This was the, they never came right out. It was, it was soft porn. Yeah. The marketing <laughs> was basically like this woman might get her tits out while she's making a fucking boogie. Meringue. Bag. Yeah. Exactly. Meringue. It would be more. that wooden spoon, baby. Yeah. You hey. Yeah. But like the this poster. Before the proliferation of internet pornography, there were so many shows that were just like, this woman might get her tits out while she's at this beach. Mm -hmm. These two might mm -hmm. kiss. These two, like, does anyone else remember the television show The OC? One of their season premieres was marketed based on, like, you know, these two girls, <laughs> they might kiss this week. <laughs> what kind but of what kind of I feel like Nigella Lawson could deliver Dylan Gott's greatest opening line ever that no one ever enjoyed. Are you ready for it? Yeah. Hi, everyone. Just broke up with my girlfriend. You know that means one thing. The baker's in town and he's making nothing but cream pies. High five. <laughs> I enjoy that more than I want to. <laughs> I know. Isn't it? You've never seen an audience hate comedy more than someone. Oh, he opens with that. At, oh, top oh I love group. that. <laughs> making nothing but cream. And this is 2015. This is well before cream pie. Like, not everyone was it's talking not a, about it. Like a standard piece of terminology. Yeah. 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 Now I think of it. COVID really, I think, upped everyone. No one's talking about this, but. 
the amount of jacking off that must have happened during the COVID lockdowns <laughs> is insane. I like, want to see. I want to see Pornhub's uh, uh, yeah. stats. Does anyone else remember first March and then just like maybe like a little bit of regret in the first couple weeks of April and then right back up when we admit that we truly are? Did anyone take advantage? Does anyone remember there was all those sort of free premiums that were brought out for COVID? Like you could just premium Pornhub for the first. I didn't do it, but I do know a lot of friends that have and I think kept their memberships up. Yeah, I so I was uh, uh, I've always wondered why anyone would do that. And then someone someone was like, well, you can just you know that point, you know, that one video that you want to see that you watched six months ago and you can't remember what it was called now it's in your account it's in your previously watched queue <laughs> and it was like oh I, I actually get that now here's that the thing is, i disagree i enjoy the hunt sometimes but sometimes you just want to disagree you, know, you just want to see porn, an elk walk so. through the actually like like i mean i know that i i believe you and in a way i weirdly do not believe you let me tell you this though about um I still think, speaking of Dylan Gott, the funniest thing that's ever been done on Pornhub is when Dylan Gott uploaded his stand-up comedy set to it. He did that so many <laughs> years ago, and now a bunch of people have done it, but he's the first person I know that did it. Oh, my God. That's great. Huge nerd sucks own dick at stand-up comedy. No, fat nerd sucks huge own dick at stand-up comedy. It's, it's so... <laughs> and the, com- the comments are the best because so many people are waiting for the... Like, when do you get fucked? When does the fucking happen? What is going on with this video? Oh, it's very good. Chris, it's very sunny for a place that seems like it's raining. You know what's killing me? Is it is it's raining so fucking hard right there. And the sun is just over there. Like it's right there. It's taunting me. This is are you, how excited are you for you to end up having to go all the way to the cloak and dagger for a show that will be shut down? <laughs> I'm I'm upset that this is what you think my porn would be. <laughs> when naked dudes wash each other, when you naked want dudes to... wash each other. I mean, so yeah, uh... I could. Yeah, ooh, his name's Malcolm. His name's also Malcolm, and they're gonna suds each other's butts. <laughs> um, what are the highlights of the fringe we need to tell? Chris about what like I, actually I you were like, like I forget the whole month. Chris, this is what I did every day. It was I, a while I, ago. I assume you were not shocked as I would um I would do my oh my I have never, by the way, had a worse gut in my life. I had a big wet shit every day for two months. Like an absolute like piss butt and couldn't keep anything down. <laughs> I'd have like a muffin and then it was just an absolute travesty. And then I would eat oh, like your something poor digestive system. Something at like <laughs> 2 in the morning after just trying to drink like water and coffee. Oh, it's wild. What's going on, Chris? Did you guys hear that thunder? That Thunder lightning, pouring rain. Yeah, I will say Hangover I hung out with Dave for Alfie and Garrett quite a lot. Yes, you great. did. Yeah, you hung mm. out. You really, you got to hang oh, out. Oh, that's a good crew. That's a good yeah. crew. Yeah. It was a nice crew. I uh, smoked a bunch of weed and got really into the Grateful Dead, Chris. Chris? Yes. I remember you sending me the playlists. You got to listen to that. That playlist is mm-hmm. real good. Um, uh, yeah, it was a real fun time. Uh, for those of you who do smoke weed, can I uh, please piss bets and piss butt the Canadian duo? That's right. Don't mess with us. Chris drives the car and I make sure nobody passes us. Piss, 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 uh, piss, piss. Uh, uh. <laughs> that's the sound of me pissing, uh, having a butt piss. I, I, I yeah, had, I knew that's exactly what that was. I had a question and piss butt just knocked it right out of my head. Just gone. <laughs> It'll come back. Absolutely. For those of you looking to smoke weed in Ember, here are the following places I would highly recommend. One, 
ironically, behind the courthouse where Chris Betts was uh, got married, walked up there to see what it was like, uh, by the way, to curse at it now that you, you're divorced, Chris. <laughs> I said to it. Um, Indeed. Indeed. That's right. Uh, it did but, rain on my wedding day. I want everyone to know. It did, did rain. It? Yeah, yeah. When we were leaving the courthouse, it was raining. When it we was were raining. For the taxis, I still, was, uh, and by the way, this is uh, this is a great Paul Byrne memory, which was I was very sad. My I my girlfriend had just left, and I had just punched her in the face and jizzed, as we all remember that story. Yeah. Um, the classic. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah. welcome, so, new listeners. By the way, welcome to the yeah. stream. Uh, <laughs> yeah, welcome, new listeners. Would you like context? John on that story? punched I, uh, somebody nope. in the face no, when he no jizzed. Not providing, no not providing the context. John was a spousal abuser. It was no, just related. Not, not abuse. It was not abuse. It was just a. It wasn't even a sex happy game. Happy accident. Yeah, it was a, hey, a very happy accident. <laughs> oh, discovery! It was like that guy when that guy accidentally licked his finger and discovered LSD the first time. You know what I'm saying? That's what yeah. it was. Oh, yeah. Which, by the way. I do not believe that story. That that is the most made up by the this CIA kind of story, story that you I've make ever... up when you're He's on like, LSD. Well, that is you... exactly correct. Yes. <laughs> have you? Um, did you just listen to the How Stuff Works about LSD? No, I'm just. Uh, I'm reading a, a, I, a, I, a podcast just came out about it, and I've got it in my downloads, and they they're going to talk us all through it. Ashley's about to sneeze so hard her face is going to come off. You're going to sneeze. Watch your 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 Oh, oh, it's it's still there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <I know. laughs> Can we not do this? Sneezes like Goonies never die, Ashley. This is funny. You not wanting to be big on screen is really throwing me back to your early days on the stream. I know. That's, that's a nice. That's a yeah. nice. Well, throwback. I have I have beard burn, and I'm very conscious about it. Oh, <laughs> hey, hey, all right. <laughs> Yeah, Chris, where scritch, have you scritch, been? Scritch, 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 scritch. This kind yeah. of beard doesn't give you burn. This shit is soft and juicy. You, I assume you oil that beard. Nah, the whole point of having a beard is you don't have to do anything to it. No. I don't understand these guys that are putting effort in. I mean, Will Duggan, um, how have you sneezed yet, Ashley? Or is it past? No. Okay. It's just died. Um, I discovered this, uh, by the way. I can't remember the name of the cafe, but there's a, a coffee shop across from the EICC in Edinburgh um, mm -hmm. that during the Fringe did the smartest thing ever, which just went Friday, Saturday, um, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We're <laughs> open from 9 a.m. until 2 a.m. And we have hamburgers and cookies and lemonade. Do you want that? You want a cheeseburger, a cookie, and a lemonade Perfect. for like eight pounds? That's really expensive. And yes, I do. Give it to me right the fuck now. <laughs> And then I'd, I'd eat that, and then I'd have bum piss again. Um, <laughs> uh, talk to me about the tattoo. The talk tattoo to me about the tattoo so appointment. Funny. Talk oh, to me yeah. about how it finally, when you saw him, when you when you met up with him on the day, what was his face like? How hungover was he? He was wasn't hungover. He was very oh. well behaved during the whole festival. Um, he was almost as difficult to hang out with as John was. Yeah. Um, I mean, he, I, I still maintain, and I felt so seen by Chris, where in... Because when I said to you, I will not be around, I could I knew you didn't hear me. And then in the middle where you were like, No, I knew this you guy is just not be, around. <laughs> you wouldn't be out was my understanding of that. That you wouldn't be like no, on the piss looking absent. But no, you were gone, you were just yeah. not there. He just went out for cigarettes <laughs> and never came home. Never That's came <laughs> yeah, he went out for comedy and never came back, is basically what happens at the end of the I'm I, I'm around towards the end. Uh, you were some some we got lunch. Night. We had a lovely we got lunch. lunch. Oh, we did have a nice. lovely lunch. That place was oh, great, by the way. Elk Hotel oh, in Edinburgh. It's great. I'm going to say this before. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Those are not 
technically speaking tacos, but well done, Scotland. For they're whatever still tasty, they, though. Still delicious. I completely agree. So good. So good. A weird combination of they don't know which things should be in the soft or in the hard, but it's it's just great. You finally figured out. Yeah, they deep fry things in Mexico too, and the Scots they're on board. Yeah. Um, yeah no. The so, tattoo. So walk, talk to me through the start of the tattoo when you when you met up with them going into so, the shop. Yeah, um, I got crazy. there before. We did, an episode we, with Will. we did this last week um, with Will, and not not last week, two weeks ago. Um, last week it was just me and David Horan. We had a lovely time. Ah. Um, but yeah, we we watched it two weeks ago when Chris couldn't make it, and but you hadn't seen it. You weren't there either, John. So it was, no. it was great. Um, and yeah, I got there before him, and I was after getting up so early to get there. I was so tired. I was so grumpy. And I was really starting to feel like he wasn't going to show up. Um, but he did. And he was fully committed. Um, he had organized everything with the tattoo uh, salon place. Um, they knew what they were doing. And they had a wee sketch thing drawn up for him. And... <laughs> I have a question about how do you pick it? Uh, this is a general tattoo question. How do you pick your tattooist? Do you meet various different ones people or do they just give you one? People have different approaches oh, to it. Speaking I, of that, well, Chris looks like he's about to tattoo some Russians that were just captured behind enemy lines in the Ukraine. Mm -hmm. I just realized how dark it is because it's all cloudy and shit. So, yeah, the lighting has um, drastically changed over there. Very yeah. much so. Uh, Chris, um, quick question. I, I'm assuming that you'll be able to make it to the end of the show, as I assume Hangover Comedy's last show will be moved till next week. <laughs> nope. There's no way that we're doing it in October. So I'm, I'm going to have to go because I have to at least be there and we might try to move it inside. We'll see. We'll see what happens. And also, no joke, it's sunny right over there. <laughs> I Toronto has been like tropical rainstorm this year where like it rains like a motherfucker for two hours and then is all of a sudden very sunny. So... And we canceled two shows because of the possibility of rain. We're not doing it again. We got to go. So I'll, I'll be there. I'm going to be there and I'll just get drunk with people if I have to. But when do you have to leave? Um, in fast? probably about like 25 minutes. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um... Oh, shit. Go ahead. <laughs> that was a horrible sound. I know. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> new character. Uh, just guy from the 80s hearing about a Twitch stream. Bullshit. Shit, people watch video games on the fucking computer. That's for typing. <laughs> um, where was I? A tattoo. Uh, they had uh, the, they, you showed up. They had the. How drawing, do you pick a tattoo? How do you pick a yeah. tattoo artist? How do you that's pick a tattoo artist? I basically, for my first one, and which will be my approach for the next one, uh, is just to find an artist online that I really like and yeah. get in touch with them and make an appointment um but when i got my tattoo i got oh, my tattoo cool. with another with a friend and she basically trusted me to just take care of it and i was like i could not do that <laughs> i could what? not entrust my tattoo into somebody else's hands so i booked my tattoo artist and then said to the parlor my friend wants to get a tattoo as well it, it, would there be somebody available on the same day at the same time and they had a guest tattoo artist so somebody that wasn't even a regular there was coming in to do her tattoo and she was getting like a whole rib cage piece done and she just went for it she didn't see a design beforehand he free handed it so i was just like you have got a lot of faith in the universe now tattoo I'm gonna say this right now really amazing. feels like 
really feels like Chris was not into this story when he just full just ducked on this. That I've never yeah. seen a uh, yeah. No, I'm interested. Yeah, that's really uh, that's really. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's great. Yeah, no, no, that's great. exactly what was I happening. I was ignoring it. I could not I ignore it. That's it was the most I, we- I assume he's setting up a light, but I've never seen someone being like, "That's a really good, uh, yeah, good, uh, good yeah. story." Just nice I just to- had to assume he was still I'm listening just, for my. I'm own, trying to. I'm like, trying to plug in my computer because it's about to die, and um, my plugs are being real dickbags lately and not registering. So I'm adjusting right now. I apologize, but your friend has too much uh, faith. Too much faith to in the universe. Research. Chris, yeah, yeah, good to hear. Yep. However, <laughs> has an amazing elephant all tattooed down her chest. Oh, shit. So. It's always the worst when those people, it, yeah. they land the when boat. When it just lands, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. but the problem with those people is they never tell you about the eight other times where they've really fucked it. Oh, because they stuck the land together. Yeah, but the only stick you're exactly one of the people I'm fucking talking about. And guess what you're getting as a result? You'd see in hell. Oh, it didn't even work that time. (laughs) Um, There we go. Yeah, you know, I feel great. I thought you were going to get rid of me, and I was like, I don't have my shit together. No, I am a hot mess of a human being. Objects. What does Ashley have tattooed on herself? I have a sword for her favorite heavy metal band on her tummy. Uh, you do have a story there. Would you get a, a heavy metal band's logo tattooed on you? No. Not even Metallica? Definitely not Metallica. What about How the Godsmack questions? sun around your belly button? Uh, around your belly button? Why wouldn't you get the Godsmack? I'll tell you, comedian Dove Davidoff has that tattoo on him. And let me tell you <laughs> how quickly you lose respect you know for what? anyone. Which is when you see a bit of their belly. I could, I could end up with Thin Lizzy tattoo. <laughs> Dancing in the Moonlight is one of my favorite songs ever. I know it's not the original song. What a wild but... Thin Lizzy pull. The Dancing in the Moonlight is the one you go with? I know it's That's not crazy. even their song. <laughs> what about what about Jailbreak? The Boys Are Back in Town? Whiskey the in, in the town, Jar? It, like, there's a lot of good ones there, but Dancing in the Moonlight is one of my favorite songs. I mean, it's, it's so, like, God, I love the Beatles. You know what I mean? Yellow yeah. Submarine. What a track. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is their song. Yeah. My bad. I just don't think. I, I just that's, cover. I ne- I thought it was a cover too. I feel like I don't know why I thought does it was Van a cover. Morrison do a version? Uh, no, that's Moon somebody Dance. covers. Someone it does then. a cover though. Am I? I'm not. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a no, really famous cover of it. Who was it? Who did the well, big one a few? There years is ago? there is another song called Dancing in the Moonlight by oh, Top Loader. Top Loader. Wait, that's not the same I, song. No, it's not the same song. Okay, I don't want to. Good. I'm actually kind of glad to hear that. That you you were making me think less of Thin Lizzy for a second. Okay, actually, can you sing two different songs? David, actually, you know, David Hoare, can you come on and give us? Because I don't want to get this episode struck because of a copyright. Can someone sing us the two different um, Moonlight songs? How many goddamn? uh, Oh my god! Yes, David. Yes, David. David, can you come on and give us the link? Thank you so much. I mean, I, there is a time in my life I would have totally gotten a kiss tattoo. I totally would have, but they have gotten, they are still on. And I've been meaning to actually talk about this because it's definitely content for this year program. So <laughs> kiss Ashley is on a year, like a year's long, like last show ever tour. How but many like, times though? They were doing that with Psycho Circus came out. Uh, they did it before Psycho Circus because I was 14 when I went to the kiss farewell tour in 1999. Yeah. These fucking guys. Um, as it turns out, that was just the farewell with the original lineup. So I, uh, but, um, like they just can't sing anymore because they're just very severely old men. Cause they started this in like 2018 and it's now 2022 and they're both like 76. Jeez. So it's just, you've just like never seen 
more just like, hey, we're in Boston. Do you guys like alcohol or whatever? I'm so tired. <laughs> like, oh, it's just, I just, but like the end coming to rock and roll of that year, the, the ending of those like baby boomer rockers is so fascinating because it's all the entitlement of the baby boomer generation with all of the lack of self-awareness of the millennial. Like Paul mm -hmm. Stanley, do not be, do, what are you wearing, sir? <laughs> sir, Crazy. I can see your nipple. Your nipples are twice as old as the Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> your nipples are twice. I like that we're now just quantifying people's age or like like how long things have existed by gauging them against the simpsons yeah it's it's like how big is something it's the size of x football fields exactly yeah. how old is someone they're one and a half simpsons one yeah. and a half simpsons yeah. You, yeah ashley is three quarters simpsons uh rob yeah. halford it does still sound great i don't think he's a baby boomer because he's a demon that's right demon for those who don't know who rob so, halford is leader singer of judas priest um and um he's just a great guy really good singer go ahead ashley I wasn't. Was I okay. going to say something? Maybe I was. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want to get, I wanna get corn tattooed. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Okay. David so, okay, David, David Hoare is here. Why'd you get rid of Chris? I don't know, I don't know what. <laughs> when I passed you in the doorway, or well, you took me with a glance. Okay, so which one is this one? Um, it's the... Hi, everybody. Hi, Chris Betts. I haven't talked to you in forever. Hi, Hello. everybody. Good to see oh, you. Man. Why doesn't the private chat save? I wish I, <laughs> I haven't got the rest of it. You were, you were right, though, I think, on the ones that you were guessing. So No, don't. They can go back and look at that then. And so now that they know. Now, listen, David. No, you didn't so, say anything, I don't think. Which Moonlight? Um, so yeah, so I, me and my friend Chester were going to start a band called The Moonlight Dancers, where we basically only played songs called Dancing in the Moonlight. Uh, mm -hmm. So we don't come out and be like, hey, we're The Moonlight Dancers, this song's called Dancing in the Moonlight, play Thin Lizzy. <laughs> come out and then be like, this next song is called Dancing in the Moonlight. And then, uh, then we were like, thank you very much, that's our time. We actually found out there was another third song written by um, Men Without Hats, who did the safety dance. Okay. Can called, you give us yeah. the top loader one and that one now? I do, I do, the third one, I, I couldn't carry. Okay, but you can give us the top loader one. And apparently, every DJ I know says that is the sound of white people running to a dance floor. Uh, <laughs> wow. You play that at any wedding and white people go, yeah. Yes! People go a bit nuts for it. I think that uh, happens to both the... of them, though. Yeah, I, got, no. I gotta tell you, as this white person, I had no like. If I just, I'm so I think I think I thought the top load. I knew that Thin Lizzy had a song called "Dancing in the Moonlight," and I think I thought the top loader was a cover. I, yeah, no, so top yeah. loader one is a cover. But in googling this, I've just found out that Top Loader's own greatest hits is called "Dancing in the Moonlight," the best of Top Loader, which means their greatest hits is named after a cover. Which can't feel great. That's so funny. Oh my god! How bad at your fucking job are you? You're I like, will Man. say, maybe it was a joke. And I'm though. sure you'll vehemently disagree. Achilles' heel is not a bad song. Their other song that they wrote themselves. I think. I think for. I think for you to think that we have strong opinions on any to top loader this. song. I want you to know this right now, David. Is wild. I know. I am a music dork. I. I have never heard Achilles' heel by Top Loader. I'll put I it on right either. now. 
And I want a really you to know nice keyboard you thing going on. Are a dork. You yeah. are a music dork. Me? Oh my god, I gotta tell you. Wait, I, I was just to say watching one. David Hoare and Garrett Millerick talk about music was quite funny. It didn't happen too many times. Sure project. Can I just say cute. this? Everyone's anger at ra- I the whole Radiohead not playing creep thing. I do love how just no one can let it go, no matter on what side you're on. Even though it's very clear that even Radiohead's like, listen, we'll play it sometimes. I guess just Jesus fucking Christ. I just find I just find it so fascinating. They do play it. They played it they, when they played Leeds. They played it first, exactly. so that everyone that wanted to hear it would fuck off. Exactly. They also, when they played Glastonbury, they like, didn't they put in a press release? They're like, yeah, we're going to play it. Shut the fuck up. Fuck you. I fucking hate you guys. You pieces of shit. (laughs) Because I am a music dork, but also that song was just massive in the UK in 2001 or whenever that came out. It was like 1997. No, no, no. 2001. I was definitely. No, no, no. No, Achilles Heel. Achilles Heel. Because I thought thought you were saying, uh, yeah, Creek. Yeah, I was like, there's no way Creep wasn't in the no, 90s. No, that was Yeah. Tusk by Fleetwood Mac. Tusk. Yeah, that's what we're going to talk about now. David, oh, tell yeah. us about Tusk by yeah, Fleetwood David. Mac. Okay, David, so there's on... a college band, uh, and they got to do the horn I... section. Go talk to David Hort. This song is terrible. I'm listening to Achilles Heel by Top Loader. Oh, yeah. I thought you might there's... say that. Oh, there is a certain type of British pop song. This is their answer yeah. to everything. Let's yeah. get a soft piano and then a lilting voice. It's definitely like it's definitely, the it's definitely the sort of sound of music that Elbow went. Well, what if all music could sound? Like That's exactly your goddamn music. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> what if I've, I went to see Elbow live? Fuck! I gotta tell you too. And I have to say, it was a really good concert. <laughs> of course, it was. They've got they've got a bunch of music that's designed to for like white people to stand their audiences and go, oh, it's basically yeah. they've written Wonderwall twenty seven times. Yeah, let me tell you, I don't um, know why other bands didn't try to do that. That's that's it's right there. It's so obvious. It's right there. Have you ever listened to Guy Garvey on anything? There's a, I want you all. My favorite Facebook group is called "Will Somebody Please Acknowledge That Guy Garvey Is an Elbow?" Because if you listen to Guy Garvey in any interview, he goes like. Oh, because that's familiar with me with my band Elbow, and he'll just say it in everything. I was watching a Cambridge documentary the other day. That's quite funny. Like, you know, it's different because it's not like you know what we're inspired by in my band Elbow. <laughs> he just so, says it all the time. I'm going to say this about the band Elbow. So mm-hmm. I did an Edinburgh show that two of the three people, well, three of the four people here on screen have seen Chris refuse to attend. And that show was worked on by. Um, Paul Byrne, who has unfortunately passed. And one of the last things Paul Byrne said to me is, you should end the show with elbows grounds for divorce. (laughs) A, because you got divorced, and B, you have a fucked up elbow. And I said, I don't like that idea. And let me tell you how good Paul Byrne is at arguing. He then died. (laughs) He he went to, and you know how difficult, and for months I quietly went back and forth on, should do, I end the show? Should I end the show with? And I finally did. I do not like that song. Well, I, that's not true. I like the song, the part of the song after. But the, the is, song, than the is their best song. But it has something that is such a pet peeve of me in all songs, which is like weird beginning e noises. Like you know what I mean? Like grounds for yeah. divorce starts before it gets to like that big thick like you knew. No, it just like there's a bunch of like clitter clatter machine yes, jangling. You can you not like the track. <laughs> I know, but I just, it's there by implication. You it's know what I mean? And then go, yeah, just fuck off. And it's just not, yeah. It's my best um, elbow impression. 
you that is a <laughs> it was buying on <laughs> thank yeah. you uh, start the show oh yes no pardon me yes no it was that's what it was it was start the show which i was also like oh, no start the show hit the theme song start the show <laughs> yeah do you mention your elbow in the show no but you i had like to. I did at one point, and also I had like bits about this elbow. Like he was literally, he was like, oh, okay. "You have a fucked up elbow." That's why it's like he, like it was like one funny. of those things where it was like very much a thing that he was just, you know, that's fun. But then he died. Logic, <laughs> logic dictates that you should play. Seldom seen. Uh, what did you play? Elbow? elbow, but you just. I, the, I I instead started it off with uh, "Back at the Farm," okay. uh, by White Denim. Which, ironically, by the way, a band Paul uh, turned me on to and then ended it with, um, oh, uh, Open Mike Eagles, uh, The Legendary Iron Head. Nice. Which was a, a, and that was very much a song that summed up Paul and da 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 da. So there was reasons behind, but now I'm thinking about it, I probably should have, probably should have just played Elbow. The entire length of it. You would have hated it it for the whole month, though. I would have hated it every second, and I would have stood in front of the audience and gone, "Before we start, you got to listen to the words and just show them." (laughs) Well, that's like like remember when Glenn Wool did "Viva Forever"? Oh my god, the best starting of a show ever! Holy shit! So when you when you walked into the venue, "Viva Forever" by the Spice Girls was playing, and you went, "Okay, weird," and then it played again, and then it played again and again and again until the fucking show started. It was just "Viva Forever" the whole time, and then. He does the show and it's amazing. And right at the end of the show, he reveals that it's like the story about like his wife's best friend got this like insane infection and like died from it. And Viva Forever was the song that they sang together when they were teenagers. It was her favorite song. And the show was like dedicated to her. And then the way that he went, you go from being like, if I ever hear Viva Forever again in my fucking life, I'm going to murder <laughs> Glenn Wool. To he just he gives that reveal and everyone's just crying at the idea of Viva Forever. Like it's so fucking it's uh, beautiful. Yeah. You're missing the be- the even better payoff, like the beginning lighting of the fuse of that line, which was Glenn Wool coming on in that really weird way that he always talks about. I am the Iron Cowboy of comedy. Are you ready? To-? And it just goes such. Or do you want to hear Viva Forever one more time? I also will have you know. Um, I did a version of that bit when I put on a sketch play in university called Sex, aka Wieners and Boobs, written by Michael Wynn of the wow, sketch that, troupe Stella. And we started off. Well, Stella's uh, incredible, it's, though. It's an incredibly yeah. funny play. It's so good. It, Glenn Gary Glenn Ross is just in the middle of the play. Um, <laughs> the show starts with the cast Q&A. It's so funny. Like, it's a it's a perfect send up of student theater. So the fact that we were doing it like at a university theater program was like 10 times funnier. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we started off by just playing two becomes one by the Spice Girls over and over again. And we did three nights run and every night someone got up and went to the sound booth and complained to be like, uh, there's something wow. wrong with the, this is like the, how long ago it was the, the CD seems to be skipping and they're just playing two becomes one again, not realizing yeah, that was the point. We're just being, <laughs> we're just making a joke so about sexy I, losers. I allotted six minutes of time. There's a, a six minutes lot of time to get everybody into my room basically. Mm. And so it was basically like a, Six minutes to we'd start. I'd play Patricia Russian's Haven't You Heard, the full like mix of it. And every so often there would be some people lollygagging, and the sound person would always go, Play it again. (laughs) 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 Oh, okay, fine. I should have really had a contingency plan there, but never mind. 
I remember I, I, was, yeah. uh, I was listening to Kick Push by Lupe Fiasco before my show, um, the first hour that I did. And um, I'd started setting up a, a, a playlist, but then a, a bunch of stuff happened and I, I just didn't have the mental space to do it. And so I ended up just playing the song Kick Push over and over again before the show. And I remember hearing one of my poor texts about three weeks in. He's like, you know, I used to really like this song. <laughs> mm. I I was terrified I'd fall out of love with all those with all, all the songs I chose. And I was luckily not to. Uh, I didn't. I set up a playlist in Monkey Barrel before or when I worked there. And because I was the only tech when I left, nobody changed the playlist for months. Nice. As in, I came back after lockdown, and that was what they were still playing. For years. Wow. Came back after years. They were still yeah. playing. Was, Hang on, I can do it. was playing for nearly two years. Well, they called like LBX1 or some shit. But your... everyone was, every time I came into the venue, the staff who knew it was my playlist were just like, we need to change this. <laughs> it was a good playlist when you worked here. We loved it once, and now I hate every single song on this playlist. Dude, work songs are mental. Like, mm. I worked in a phone shop, and if I hear certain songs just in the world mm. now, I'm like, oh, that song gives me crippling anxiety yeah. and potentially could induce, like, a panic attack. Yeah. Like, I, I know what the song Push the Button by um the sugar base smells like because i used to work <laughs> in a kids activity center and that's that song oh, smells yeah. like a kids activity center to me. yeah i actually i, I used... have it a little bit with the music that used was in monkey barrel when i started working there before i learned how to do the soundtrack yeah. or the playlists myself yeah. i mean, I, mean I, I used to hide them. my manager's cds yeah. Because she would just play the same three CDs over and over again in the restaurant I worked at. And so I just stole them one day. I just stole them. <laughs> yeah. And I never admitted it. And I just kept them in my house for six months. And then when nice. I quit, I just brought the CDs back. I was like, here you go. She's like, you took this? And I said, yeah. And you're welcome, everybody. That I, um, my favorite I, version of this was I worked at a Java U at Queen, on Queen Mary in Montreal. One morning after weeks of me demanding because they literally had a, a burnt CD with seven songs on it. So tw it was about 24 minutes of music, and I would be there for eight hours. Do you know how insane you are after you've heard the same seven songs? Oh, dude, have you worked in retail at Christmas? Have you worked in yeah. retail at Christmas? No, I have not. I have, oh, 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 I've worked oh, I didn't know market. that Queen did a Christmas song, and I was sick of it by the end of the day. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> at the Christmas markets in Edinburgh, we didn't, we didn't have the licensing to play the proper versions of songs. Oh, yes. Oh, so yeah. that's all, what I call music. It I was all that. like cover versions of classic yeah, Christmas songs and great. it was dog shit. I'm not great. I'm not lying. Slade oh. and specifically Wizard genuinely give me panic attacks like they are yeah. triggers. If I hear yeah. Wizard I will have a panic attack. So, it's, yeah. it's like, do you wish it could be it's Christmas so every intense. day? Because I fundamentally disagree with you. And if I hear him mm -hmm. shout, it's Christmas when it's November again, I'm going to roundhouse somebody. So was, when, all I, when I worked that. in HMV, I don't know if you guys know this, but I worked in HMV in Cork. Uh, was it and, Cork? Um, and while I'm I was there, there. Wait. <laughs> fuck, I worked in the stock room. Because if I worked on the floor, I would have murdered yeah. everybody but because mm -hmm. i was in the stock room i just got to listen to my good music and every now and then i'd step out onto the floor and you could just see it in their eyes when they were out there just yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if i'm at if i'm at like a party just like near christmas with my friends and they're like we we should listen to christmas music no. and then they put it on and i'm like um can you not 
Mm. And they're like, oh, do you not like this Christmas song? Which one do you prefer? And I was like, si- Silence or something else. <laughs> oh, Put on I James Brown's Christmas albums. He makes his own songs. I listen to classical Christmas Santa Claus music. comes straight to the ghetto. Have uh, you heard? Have you heard? James, you've heard James Brown's Christmas song. The other two of you, have you heard James Brown's Christmas song? No. There's three lines in it. I really want it's, to now. Huh? Merry Christmas. I love you. And it's. I love James Brown. I love you. He has three. I think he has three Christmas albums. Three separate Christmas albums. He rules. Okay. So I'm working at this Java U. This story is not done. We finally get Sirius XM installed. And everyone's excited. Varieties of different music, different types, different genres. Oh, do you like reggae? We'll put on the reggae station. And then a someone put on the 70s station that played Cat Stevens Ooh. one time. And a this person complained because Cat Stevens was now a Muslim person and supported terrorism. So Is we couldn't Krishna? Pardon me? I thought he was a Harry Krishna. No, he's he, Yusuf I, Islam now, but and that Islam. always confused me. I think he's Muslim. Anyway, super fucked up situation. So the next day, I'm not, I'm told all this, okay, but they're literally like, you got to put that CD back on. And I just refused and put the Sirius back on the thing. And it happened to be on the 70 station from the day before. Played <laughs> Cat Stevens again. And the same guy walked up to complain. And for so, I don't know where this was in me. But I just went, no, what are you going to do? And he went, I'm going to, I will never forget this. He went, I know the owner of Java U. I'm going to tell him that you're insubordinate. And I went, do it, do it mm-hmm. right now. And That's then I that. banned him from ever appearing in that Java U again, which he held to because the, I'll never forget this. The next day I saw him on the patio and a fr- he had brought a friend to get his coffee and then he came, I'll never, this all just came back to me. And I remember the friend when he was getting the coffee was like, um, is it true you banned my friend because he didn't want Cat Stevens played? And I was like, yeah, it's really fucking weird. Who cares? And he was like, I don't know, man. He just like, and he was like, yeah, this guy, he just like, well, like just, he takes a stand and he just, you won't leave him off of it. And I was just like, it's crazy. It's all I ever think of. Also, and here's the craziest thing. I still don't know what that song was. Like, I have no memory of what Cat Stevens sounds like. Well, was it Father Son? Hard-headed it, woman? Um, no idea. Uh, wild, it's, it's Father Son. And the cats in the cradle. Right on a peace train. Is that the one? You're thinking of Ugly Kid Joe. It's just got the word cat in it. Yeah. <laughs> um, which one I is say, Father Son? Which one? Sing the song for Cat Stevens. And also Boyzone. What? Boyzone. Um, What's that? Ireland's Bad Boys? Most dangerous uh, men on the Emerald Isle. You'll find Chris Ireland's band boys is very much Jedward now. Jedward, they're not just, bad. They're great. Do you I, know love, I actually you know did try to get them on the show. Chris? How did that go? Did that work out? I didn't get a response. <laughs> Trogies, tweet at Jedward. Go ahead, David. Do not do that. <laughs> Chris, have you seen how radicalized Jedward have got? Yeah, I love it. They just they I don't follow amazing. them, but they pop up every now and then, and I'm like, radicalized. They still look David, like don't be so English. They're just speaking truth. Listen, the Irish are allowed to be my upset. beloved king or queen or whatever we've got right now. You have yeah. a king. Um, I've, I've decided that king. my new fun way to wind up royals will be to ask them why Camilla can't be queen. Can nobody yeah, why cares can't about Camilla that? Be queen, by the way. Like I, I if, <laughs> if, just, if Andrew, divorced, divorced. My favorite tweet. Is that, re- 
was 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 Camilla and heart shaped box boxes says all she's all impure side, all the, side chicks in, in the same reason I couldn't right receive now. it's the same reason I couldn't receive first holy communion what you're divorced you, you, you organized the killing of princess Diana yeah you heard it here exactly. first, Troggies. Yeah. Ashley did it. I gotta say, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if someone from Cork was involved. You know what I mean? Like, if you're gonna kill a British royal, the Irish have like a secret deal where it's like one of us gets to be there. Like, just one mm. Irish person just gets to be like, yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> Who said it? Um, she's from Cork. Oh, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chris, my dear, do you have to go? Uh, yeah, soonish. Chris, can uh, I? Okay. Ironically, I also have to pee. So, like, yes. No. When you um, said I'm a music nerd, I suddenly was like, I've got music nerd things to show you. Can I show you is, some let's, let's do your music oh, nerd thing, and then Chris is going to go. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that, and then I'll, I'll piss out. They're both yeah. very quick. Um, yeah. This is Jethro Tull. Oh, dope. Stand up. What, why is it called Stand Up? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Love it. That's really cool. How Isn't much really cool? you think they were on? No. They were like, we're going to call it Stand Up, but we need a reason. And like they're like, yeah. uh, can we just... And, the the album's the table. This is really cool, and I think it's pathetic because I have a copy of Man. Be good to yourself every day. No idea who this band is. No idea. Right. No idea. You'll want to because inside their album is a full map of Wales. <laughs> <laughs> You'll notice it's them. What a reveal! If you're listening to this, you're an idiot. Side. Watch the video. Yeah, they're, they're pushing themselves Welcome off podcast. the Let's side see. of the England and removing themselves from. Oh them. my god. It's That's a very so accurate funny. map of Wales. Uh, That's excellent. Really good. So I, I always kind of remember about the Jethro Tull thing, but this is what I usually tell. And this is kind of bluesy, rocky prog stuff, which is actually fucking shit hot. You'd really like this, John. I You'd really, really like, this. like that. Can you please, can you send me? Send I me will send you a link to it, yes. But every um, time somebody comes around to look at my vinyl collection, I'm like, oh, hi there. How's it going? Can I just say that? <laughs> I could have guessed for a hundred years on what yes. was going to pop out of the man I couldn't vinyl. Have, I couldn't have guessed that. I'm so happy I delayed Chris's piss so he yeah. could see the full map of Wales for no reason. What Chris, when you go for reveal. piss, can you see if a full map of Wales comes out at the end of your cup? <laughs> <laughs> Chris, you have an album coming out eventually on 800 Pound Gorilla, and in it, when it's on vinyl, will it? Just be a full map of White Rock, British Columbia. <laughs> I do feel like the US. they've stepped up the game. Now I have to do something in there. You have That's to do something in your in your record now. Yeah, absolutely phenomenal stuff. Thank you, David, for showing me that. Um, oh, no I'm, I'm going to beat Trish. Great to see you. I didn't see Trish. you in the chat. What's going on, Trish? Um, uh, yeah, I'm going to head out. It was great to see you guys. Uh, I should be back to normal being here for all the streams uh, from next week. So Mate, it's so good to you. actually chat to you where I can I hear you and everything. It's so nice. It's really mm. Yeah, it's been you so long. Really We've good. missed you, Chris. We will see you next week. Love you guys. Bye, Have a wonderful rest of the show. Love Thank you. you. Bye. 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 Uh, good night, Trish. Good night, everyone who's left the stream. Thank you so much for joining us. David, Chris, do you want to stick around for, for like 24 minutes or do you need to go? Yeah, fine. I can do that if you want. I was playing Rocket League and listening to you guys, and then you were like, "We need somebody to sing, to sing in the moonlight." And I was like, "I can do that." I want to say this about Rocket League. My God, did that have a moment there? Do you know what I'm saying? Like Rocket League felt like it was going to be bigger than Call of Duty, and now it's just kind of one of well, the, the ones thing you is, play. They it it would have petered out into non-existence, but they made it free, and so like, like I was telling people to play it for five years, and I've got like 300 hours of it clocked on my computer, and. 
I remember the same people I've been telling they would love it. One of them went, have you ever played this game Rocket League in lockdown? And I was like, oh, the game I've been trying to get you to play for five years. And he went, yeah. And the guy went, oh, I should try that. And then he tried it and he went, oh, can we play this every day? And I was like, I've been playing it for five years. Can I say this also? Yeah. And I haven't played Rocket League, but I will play it. I started playing Super Mario Brothers 4 on my uh, Nintendo Switch. Because uh, I just I didn't realize they brought out those like the old SNES games. Yeah, that might be the most difficult video game I've ever played in my entire. Like it is so unreasonably hard, so World. quickly. Super like, Mario were, World. Yeah, is that the yeah. one? Where, like Yoshi right. first yeah, introduced, yeah, yeah, yeah. and all of the yeah. levels have a secret other ending you have to figure yes. out. Yeah, that, oh it was supposed God. to. It was supposed to last like between your Christmas and your birthday was when you you got given one game. It's very hard. Except, wait a minute. So the idea was they wanted it. What if your birthday was in January? Well, as in, I'm just saying, like when you were younger, you, you would get given one game for Christmas and one game for your birthday, and so you'd get a cartridge, and that would last for a long time. Which is why old games are hard as nails because they have to last you a while. Oh, here's the weird thing: is like I, but I grew up in the time of the. Did you guys not have video game and video rental stores? Yeah, well, but I not didn't really. See, I, my parents like... never agreed with video games as a thing that should exist, really. So I didn't really get a games console until the PlayStation 2. And my parents gave it to me and then re regretted it for a long time. How old were you when you... The PlayStation 2, guys. Let's let's really use Twitch for what it's for. Ashley, did you ever play on a play... PlayStation 2? Maybe PlayStation 2 ever. was my golden yeah. years. Come on. Great. Okay. Like... All I owned was Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 and Colin McRae Rally Racing. And I didn't like Colin McRae Rally Racing, so I just basically played Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 for eight months. And somebody would come around and try and play me against it, and they'd be like, oh, I'll, I'll give us a go. And I'd destroy them at it, and they'd be wow. like, this isn't fun. <laughs> we, we had a PlayStation 1, like, from when I was a baby. My mm. mother got it for my dad for one of, I think it was, like, his birthday the year I was born or something. Um... But they started playing it and my mother said that she never played it again after she was playing it one time. And I, as like an 18 month old child, waddled up to her to get some attention and she pushed me away. <laughs> and she was like, right, I'm never playing this again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Amazing. That's so great. She, she, she just she like frightened the shit out of herself that her attention span could be so mm. absorbed. She she could have gone pro as well, I reckon. Yeah, <laughs> that level of determination. You robbed her of being a pro Twitch streamer. Your own yeah. So we had we had side. Gran Turismo on that. So that was probably the first game I ever played, and there was oh, there must have been a few other games, but then PS2 was like highlight. That was that was amazing. Yeah. We had like one of my favorite games of all time was 007 Nightfire. Very what nice. is 007 Nightfire? I've never heard of this. My the James only... Bond game? What are you talking about? The James Bond so game basically... is GoldenEye, you absolute... No, no, no. Nightfire. On the PlayStation, Pierce Brosnan did as many films as he did. He did that. He did just one-off games. We did all the voice acting and like mm -hmm. mocap and stuff uh, on the PlayStation. So there's like Agent Under Fire, um, Nightfire. There's a bunch of them where it's no Pierce Brosnan idea. as James Nightfire Bond. Nightfire was 
the best I one though. Goldeneye, because Goldeneye for the N64, I got violently good at in university to the point that I was not allowed to play it when I was at Will Duggan's house in Manchester. Yeah. And I literally just ran, every flatmate, like literally, I was like, "You get the golden gun, I'll take care of it." And like they yeah. would get it, and I would just be because I just the complex. I could literally, you could drop me in that if you built that building in real life. I think I could absolutely like I could murder an army in there. I know like every yeah. I could actually use jumping and hiding. Oh, you're screwed. I think you Goldeneye was very similar to Nightfire. Yeah, they, funct- they, like functionally, oh, it was the all, same. All of game. those games were riding on the coattails of it because it was yeah. like it was it was Goldeneye sixty four, and then Tomorrow Never Dies on the PlayStation, and those two yeah. did very well. And then there was enough was fine, and then. They were just knocking out games for the films as well, yeah, and then extra ones, which um, is great. But I, yeah, I I could probably do the exact same thing that you're saying, John. If you drop me into the the zones that or the the maps, picture. the maps on Nightfire. Mm-hmm. Here's my question: Is there, there must the grapple be. hook? Yes. Is there a play time there, Two times but it's two, and times but it's three. Mwah. Perfect games. Love them. Carry on, John. Um. I had a C64. Does that count as a call? What the fuck is a C64? Commodore 64. Oh, the Commodore 64. The classic. Remember the 80s? I certainly. I like, I was four. But yes, I do. I'm aware of a Commodore. You said that you did this like you did loads of cocaine in the 80s. Yeah, bro. I remember the 80s. and doing coke. You ever do folks have My folks have left the house back in Ireland. They're gone. But when I was back there, I managed to find... The PlayStation 2 disc of the Lord of the Rings, the Two Towers game. Do you mean? Um... Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Is he going to pull it out? There's nothing He's better gonna than pull the world it than out. He's totally going to pull it out. We're talking about his dick. He's going to pull out his dick. Definitely. His... Do, you mean, do you mean this game? <laughs> I got 450p and CES. Nice. I completed it in the evening. <laughs> I, I, I do mean that game. It was. Oh, such a good game. Oh, what other PS2 games game. do you have? I feel like we're about to have a sleepover at a new friend's house. What games yeah. can we play tonight? Tell your mom to make pancakes. I think we had uh, Pro Skater 3 Metal as well. Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3. Oh, Metal Gear. The PS2 Metal Gear Solids were absolutely... Because that's when it got real nuts. That's when you're getting into the whole... T- oh, is that... Which what one? is that? Is that Crash Wipe Bandicoot? Wipeout Fusion. Oh, I've got Bandicoot. I've got uh, Shadow of the Colossus on PS2. No mm-hmm. idea what that is. What is Shadow no of the Colossus? Uh, it's a very arty game. It's, it's, oh. it's, it's It was like one of the first games that made people go like, oh, video games could be art. So um, it's wonderful. Um, Resident Evil 4, which I completed at the beginning of last year and is incredible. Uh, um, let me ask you this. Where do you fall? Uh, any new reports on a new Bioshock game? I want there to be a new Bioshock game so I can... Um, there's three of them. Yeah, so I've played all of I played all of them in lockdown. I absolutely mullered. So in lockdown, here are the games that I took down. Uh, first, the in order. Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Not Vice City. Mm-hmm. 10, thousand apologies. Grand Theft Auto 5. Bought an mm-hmm. Xbox. Played that game just a week. I literally beat that game in a week like an absolute psychopath. I think One, that was when I started raiding you. It, no, that was when I was playing Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Because I oh. played that game on stream. I've never felt more accomplished than beating that game for like five people on Twitch. I felt like a golden god. It's good uh, when you complete a game. I completed uh, Cuphead to like 11 people and I went mental. Oh my god, I felt huge. After spending weeks I just beat, I beat Spyro. Oh. <laughs> I finished Spyro on stream. I played it from start to finish on stream. And 
it was so the last one was so difficult and then at the time I had this redemption thing where you could make me take off my glasses to play the next round and I couldn't see anything and that That's was funny. the one that I won oh amazing <laughs> That's I couldn't cool. see it, and I want <laughs> like a blind gunfighter. You just John, knew. John, have, have you played Portal, John? I have not played Portal. I okay. Portal look, tell you I've right watched now, a lot of people play. Let me Portal. tell you right now about me and puzzle games. I much like RPGs. I want to love them. I it, I cannot. I cannot. Puzzle games do it. are where I excel. I can. Yeah, play, I, this oh, is why I really actually, enjoy Legend of Zelda. I need a button mash situation. Do, no. Okay. I can give you lots of, if you want something similar to Marshall, I can give you lots of uh, recommendations. Ashley, my recommendation is play Portal today. I have been recommended Portal quite a few times. Which one is the one that has Stephen Merchant, who's like the fun robot? Is Portal. that Portal 2? Oh, Portal 2. Um, that's my Half Life, and that's my orange box with Portal when it came out. I'm a really cool guy, guys. You yeah. have so much stuff. It must be horrible for you to move. I'm, I think we haven't all... moved in a while, and also I've moved this vinyl into here. Like since I've moved in here, my father has died and left me all of his vinyl. So I only took, thank you, and I only took uh, two thirds. I only took a third of it. So that's wow. that's, that's that's like a, if you can see, that's like a third. Oh, yeah, I will say this: going to David Hoare's house is a little bit like. Um, can I move it? Like you want to? I wanted to call my girlfriend and be like, "Can I move in with David?" Like he just <laughs> played the fun toys. Like it's just also that thing. <laughs> so much John, Lego. John did, John did a, a, a a Zoom gig in my uh, where I stream from, and whilst he was just doing the Zoom gig, whilst he's performing, he just looked to his side, and I could hear him from the other room just suddenly go, well, "There's a lot of Lego in here." I could just play with Lego all day. I could. <laughs> started, I like playing with Lego instead of doing a set. Yeah, that's <laughs> so really funny. Also, yeah. Oh my god, the best company ever. They also they that Zoom gig was amazing, and that they were just I was just sorry. In, Zoom gigs still happen. Yeah, Zoom. There's a lot of Zoom corporate gigs. If you're in because Silicon Valley, especially a couple of industries like full on went. We're going just all viral or all, all remote. remote. So yeah, it's all it's all corporate, and it's all sorry, John. Um, AJ, it's all it's usually a tech-centric company, and this was in That's that wild. in and around San Francisco because San Francisco is so expensive. There's a there's a huge artist community there that quietly has now parasitically figured out if we just cater to Silicon Valley in terms of providing entertainment to them, they do not know what things cost. The amount of money some people made oh. out of Zoom corporate gigs for like mm. just Google and shit like that. Those days, by the way, are evidently done. I don't know if you've seen the. Uh, uh, basically, like every tech stock is. Oh no! Well, I was do I I am kind of relying on the fact that in December I will get a phone call from the same like four people who are like, "Oh, I need you to check my Zoom gig again because you did it for the past two years, and the same company want it again." And it will be like a company that, like a sales company or somebody that, like, the head office is in the UK, but they're spread out everywhere, basically. And so yeah. there'll be people in different time zones doing, like, they'll do like a quiz and then have some stand up or what have you. Because there's got to still be people that have like pretty deep pre existing conditions that are still very much having to adhere to COVID. Like, people mm -hmm. forget this, but it's like the Christmas where everyone got COVID and we thought lockdowns were going to continue was last Christmas. Like, yes. yeah, it's not like, that long. Nothing again. happened in January this year. Nothing happened in January this year. Yeah. There was a, that's not true. Day. There was a lockdown day. David, Omicron. Omicron. That's what I'm trying to say. Is it like, 
It like, <laughs> David, 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 like I remember going like flying. Didn't to the you have COVID in January this year? Certainly, John. Did. I, well, I got it over Christmas. I literally got it landing. I think mm-hmm. I got it in Heathrow, escaping mm. the UK. Oh, I'll never be more like I have never been more happy to. This have year COVID. has been wild. No fucking shit, bro. Like no shit. Like fucking insane. Like. Yeah. <laughs> I keep having to remind myself that I was in Hawaii last week. Like even this week feels like it was so much. Mm-hmm. I I keep on having flashbacks to my own memory that I keep on telling us to people and nobody has acknowledged it. And I say it to them and they go, huh? I see if we'll acknowledge we are it. living, we are living in a post Trump Boris world. Yeah. Also, are you ready for this? Not only that, we survived that. We survived. I wouldn't it. say we survived it, but we got there. We're alive, John. We are alive. That's true. I know you don't want that, but we're alive. Um, not only that, technically, a post-Brexit world. Brexit is over. Britain has Brexit Brexit's has happened. It. Yeah, Brexit is. We're living in a post-Queen world. <laughs> oh, isn't that awesome? And not even. And it's still <laughs> listen to the greatest hits whenever. You yeah, know. that was the joke I was trying to figure out in that second. I was. <laughs> Um, I, I was I was gonna say, but I'll still crack. Go on, hit it. Anyway, um, which Queen song is your favorite Queen song? There is no best Queen song because they're all the best. But what's your favorite Correct. Queen song? Mm, it might be "Somebody to Love." Interesting. "Somebody to Love" is a great song. I love the Jedward version of "Under Pressure." <laughs> <laughs> I like your honesty. I like your honesty this a lot. Is ourselves taking down the monarchy. Um, do you know who owns Under Pressure? I think, yeah. It, uh, is it MC Hammer? It's Vanilla Ice. So uh, they sued him over Vanilla using that bass line in Ice Ice Baby. Yeah. And Vanilla Ice was like, well, how much is it to buy the song? And they were like, it's $250,000. It's not like you have that money. And he was like, I like the number one song in the world. I absolutely have that money. So in the middle of the lawsuit, he bought. He just bought the song. He just bought the mm. song. So they they had he had to pay that lawsuit, but then he was like, All right, so now I own that song and the track from it. Then the publishing goes to me, and they were like, Well, you won this one, Rob Van Winkle. Um <laughs> for me, it's tie your mother down. That's my favorite. Uh, right. Song. Such a fuck. Like just the, the that buzz song. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They don't have I as many. No if, if I'm if I'm to give a legitimate answer, I do love somebody to love. Killer Queen is great. Oh, I also do like at the a band putting their name in a song, but it's not about the band. You know yeah. what I mean? Yes. Like how uh, Motorhead is the best example of this is that uh, they have a song called Motorhead, which is about a speed freak. But if you yes. ask Lemmy, he is not a Motorhead, even though it's like, bro, you are. <laughs> yeah. Apparently at one point his blood was like 30% heroin or something. No, so, um, the stories in his book is he went to the clinic in Fiji where Keith Richards goes every year to have his blood cleaned. And yes. um, Lemmy very famously is incredibly anti-heroin. He's pro all other drugs. Uh, but uh, one of his girlfriends and one of one of his friends, girlfriends died of an overdose. And another friend of his, um, apparently, so dealers occasionally used to just sell some of the heroin as rat poison because they were, I don't know why. And this guy thought he bought heroin, but it was rat poison. So he just watched a friend die in a toilet cubicle in Piccadilly. So he's like super anti-heroin. But uh, he went to go get his blood rejuvenated because he had some health problems. And the doctors are like, if we do that, it'll kill you. Your your toxicity level in your blood is so high. The only reason you're alive is it was done at such a slow pace 
all your organs have adjusted. Yes. So like you're fine. Like they're like, you're gonna and you, it was just like and like, basically, yeah. Like some people can just take it and he and like 75. That guy was the first. Remember in 2016 where every celebrity died? He was the first one. Everyone says Bowie, but fuck you. Let me no, fucking start it. It and was 2015 as well. Which I understand some people argue with, but also let me I remember that there's a comic book, uh, like a little like caricature thing uh of somebody being like went on the news saying Bowie had died and the person being like, oh, I've just bought my Motorhead t-shirt. Like, just jumping on bandwagons and stuff. So, yeah. Uh, but back to Queen. When was the last time you watched their Live Aid performance? No, yeah, yes, their Live Aid performance. When was the last time you watched like six it? Six weeks ago? Definitely during right. Edinburgh. I would have watched it like 80 times because I get so... Right. It's so fucking great. I don't think I've watched it Come for on. a while. Yeah. Come on, Have Ashley. you seen... Because um, I it's think one of... Uh, it's so hard. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, the film, drove me fucking insane because music biopics anyway... So I was going to say, weird. I watched that movie this year and so I watched that version, but that's not the same thing. Yes, and it's annoying because like the timeline is wrong and also I just think it's always really hilariously bad for any music biopic films and they're like, and this is how we wrote the song and they're like, stamp your feet. Oh, yeah. oh we're writing it now, are we? And it's like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Um, but um, go watch just every, I'd say month, go watch Queen at Live Aid if you just want to see a band in like one of the biggest bands in the world, one of the best bands in the world, in their prime, nailing being there themselves in front of millions of people. But also it saved their career. They were sort of everyone yes. was like, why are you putting them where they are? It's because what's his face from the Boomtown Rants was like, well, we don't want anyone to have to follow Freddie Mercury. And they were like, but they weren't popular at that time. They couldn't really yeah. break America. Mm. And then they Freddie they Mercury broke America because of um I want to break free. Because of the music video, um, with them all dressed as ladies. Is that true? Oh, oh I thought you were making yeah. a joke. No, 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 oh, no. They genuinely couldn't break. They uh, basically they were doing okay in America, uh, and they played like Madison Square Garden and stuff. And then after I Want to Break Free came out, they kind of lost their vibe. And then, and then when it came out that he was gay and stuff, it kind of yeah. See, it's so funny. Here's my question. What are the Freddie Mercury hand gestures he does when he first runs it? I've watched that clips. That's one of my... That is his legs. His legs up and down like that. But he's also doing this week. At one point, I don't know what it is, but he does like a weird like hand gesture to the crowd. He does oh, this yeah, weird... he, 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 he does like a this, doesn't it? It's not I've watched that. that clip. That and Amy Sedaris giving a tour of her neighborhood in the uh, East Village, I've probably watched 10,000 times. I find them so pleasing and enjoyable. Um... That one, also David Letterman saying goodbye to his family on his last show ever. There's just a moment where for no reason he introduces his son's friend. Kills me every time. Yeah, and my son Harry wanted me to introduce his friend Phil. Everyone, Phil DeGiorgio, look at that kid. Gets me. But, yo, just Freddie Mercury runs out. Ashley, if you haven't seen it, slicked hair. The tightest tightest, um, undershirt that reveals no nibble. The wisp of hair. Mm, a threat and then he does all these weird hand gestures he's got this weird little stick oh it's amazing let me tell yeah. you um that stupid queen movie could eat my butt i'll tell you what movie i absolutely fucking loved and that was baz larman's elvis holy fucking shit that's oh, how the you, new one that's how that you looks you really look. really good uh, i'm trying to work on a bit at the moment that i probably won't do about elvis because I, I asked my friend being like how do they 
how much do they go into the kid fucking with Oh, very much not at all. And he, he was like, oh, they gloss it over. Because I want to do a bit about how, like, you're like, who hates Prince Andrew? Who likes Elvis? Elvis fucked younger so kids. Than this Prince is news Andrew. to me. <laughs> oh, you didn't know about oh, this? You know his wife when he moved into oh. his house when she was 13? Um, Elvis Presley, everybody. Hang on, hang on. Hang on. How dare you? Uh, I believe she was 14 and she lived with his parents for a bit. Which is even greater because his mom this. was dead at that point. So it was just she lived with his dad, which you're just like. You know what was a horrid, like, what was a, a kind of a. This is going to be difficult... good at what I'm about to say. Yeah. Did, did either I... of you watch the Aretha Franklin one? Absolutely Respect. not. There was no way that was going to be accurate to Aretha Franklin's actual story, which no. was ta well, super talent, knows she's talented, and just bullies white people until they make her famous, as was her deserved. I don't know award. how legitimate it was in that regard, but her personal life, like, I, there was a lot about her personal life I did not know, and I kind of wish I still didn't. Oh, no. It's well, I don't know. bleak. She had her first child when she was 12. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Like, like all those old rock and roll stars would, this, not especially like well. the South priest. Like, she was just being abused. Yeah, you have to remember, like, it, there, there was a reason why the they put in a civil rights act. Is that like from like, basically at five years into Reconstruction, Ulysses S. Grant nearly tanks the economy because he's a drunk guy and doesn't know how to do anything as the president. So they have to make a deal with the Southern states, which basically removes federal controls over what's going on in those states. So by the time you're in the 1930s, 40s, and 50s, the black population's being basically abused out of existence by the white population. Mm -hmm. Total segregation. Yeah, the abuse and stuff like that was going on was absolutely fucking insane. Ray Charles went blind because it was a very simple infection, but there was just, we're not going to waste a doctor on a fucking little black kid in Mississippi because America still is very evil in that department and continues mm -hmm. this like the the southern structure of status and all that sort of stuff is so not discussed and it's this weird thing of america keeps forgetting like well we passed the civil rights movement or act don't need to do anything about that oh they just shot a bunch of people well that's fine oh well, we have a black president oh race is solved in america oh wait 700 percent rise in hate groups the first year of obama's presidency like it's so bleak of course you don't mm -hmm. want yeah, of mm -hmm. course, Aretha Franklin. Yeah, she's singing songs about it's respecting a bleak her. Watch. Oh yeah. Can I, just to make it um, go on, David. Nicer. Did you know that "Say a Little Prayer," which was written by um, do, 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 uh, what's his name, the guy that wrote uh, "Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head," um, it's about uh, wives at home uh, thinking of their husband who's in Vietnam in war. Yeah, and as soon as you know, I didn't know that at all. And then as soon as I heard it, you go listen to that song. And you're like, oh, this song makes a hundred percent. Sorry, I was just uh, checking something. Um, what song was that? Sorry, I didn't. Say a, I little, say, say a little prayer for you by um, Aretha Franklin. It is about uh, it's like a wife of a partner, a partner who's away in war in Vietnam, and she's thinking about him. Which is like, I say a little prayer for you every day I wake up, and I just hadn't really thought about it. And the more you think about it, you're like, oh, this is like a yeah, Burt Bacharach. Thank you very much, Baldy. Burt Bacharach, the playlist of Burt Bacharach songs. On oh yeah, he's like one of the, he's like the guy from uh, Sem. Or who's this? Who does uh, Closing Time? That song? Oh, the guy. 
yeah, the guy from the Sonic. So that guy like is basically who has written all the Adele songs, and he's just you know there's a, yeah. these people like Burt Bacharach, another one was like, why does Burt Bacharach have a house on the moon? And it's like, oh, you know the key of A, he invented yeah. that. And you're like, yeah. oh. also, did you know that Respect originally not by Aretha Franklin, by Otis Redding, I believe. I did. Yeah. I did because she didn't think that that. No, she they was... they didn't try and yeah that that's addressed well, in the film. Yeah, I'm not trying to be like. She sort of re, like yeah. changed it a lot, though. She she totally um restructured it. The only one of those songs that like when you're like, I didn't know that was a cover because she like owns it so much. Mm -hmm. I just like in the Blues it is, Brothers. It isn't a straight up cover. It's quite no. different to his yeah. version. Also, sisters are doing it for themselves. Her and um, there is mix. Maybe like in my top ten songs, I reckon it's fucking good. Here's a weird one. Which one do you it's prefer, the Aretha or the Eurythmics one? I would. I'm. I'm going no, to Eurythmics. Them two together. No, no, is it them together? together? Yeah. Okay. Because I was about to finish that sentence by being like, I thought it was. I thought it was. I didn't think they did separate and then came together. I thought it. Yeah. Okay. Great. So, clarify. Um, the Aretha Franklin song I think is the best. Is Think. It's in the Blues Brothers. I love that they didn't go with Respect, which was the big song. Um, I know this isn't an Aretha Franklin song, but Try a Little Tenderness. The good. version that's in the commitments. Yes. Let me see. I was just, I thought you were going to say the version that's in Shrek, because that's the one I think. Do you ever slice into no, a chicken commitments. breast? And then when it's really good, you turn to someone and go, You should try a little tenderness. I'm speaking about my chicken breast. <laughs> try a little tenderness is such a great song. The entire album of the commitments soundtrack is so good i was just moving right past that <laughs> oh, so, i've never been so pleased with a terrible joke um <laughs> i had questions for you i know we're going to go back to that because you sure. were saying about your favorite youtube videos that you watch just when you need a pick-me-up i listen to i watch a very particular recording of tuck um, is here sorry hello tuck yeah. uh, chris tuck. was here he had to leave wednesday. early see you on wednesday tuck um uh i watched a very particular uh recording of peter gabriel's in your eyes that's nine minutes long uh and it's them in the round and it's fucking awesome and i have a few other like there's an incubus recording that i was at that i watch actually what are your like go-to like youtube videos that you just put on every couple of days mm. like, i'm gonna can i can i have a guess i want to have a guess before you answer ashley she doesn't have some ashley seems like the type she's like she can like it's... i i can this is probably garth brooks is my thing <laughs> Oh, why wouldn't it be? Do you know what? Gareth Brooks is quite difficult to find online. He doesn't have his music on Spotify, and the YouTube videos are all lyrics videos. It's and, true. Like they're not proper, they're not the proper sound. He's an insane uh, man, isn't he? I oh. adore Gareth Brooks. I mean, um the YouTube insane. video, there's one YouTube video that I go back to a lot, and it's not like it's it's a song by a rapper guy. Yeah. And it's an acoustic version of it's a guy called Ren and Sam Tompkins. And they do this song called uh, Blind Eyed. And the rap in it is just so so good that I, I but it's okay. it's an acoustic rap and I just love yeah. it. That's awesome. I I just know that everyone <laughs> has them. That's why I'm like because everyone has them I, and they're never like it's never like fucking 
Gangnam Style or something massive. It's always like you're weird. Like I watch. It's that a every really time. weird specific oh, thing, but I mean, because they they haven't released it as like a recorded song thing, it's sure. only on this YouTube video. Mm. Um, I will also go real deep on like certain weirdo comedians' podcast appearances, like. This is now, this was like the beginning of COVID, but there was a big feud between the Comedy Unleashed people and Will Franken. And I got to tell you, I went so deep on like their podcast appearance discussing, like literally views of like four. And I'm adding like a fifth view. And I <laughs> love it. Like just unnecessary, needless bullshit drama from like just, just, I hate both sides of this. Let's get. To, like deep niche Canadian comedy feuds, I am following and I am aware. Oh, it started on an Instagram Live. Is it on their page? Like Comedy Unleashed. <laughs> oh, is Comedy Unleashed the kind of edgy people, or is that Comedy new? Unleashed is the guy who does Tatiana McGrath's comedy night at the backyard? And I can so basically what happened is they very much started bringing in various luminaries of the like free thinking circle, blah, 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 blah. Will Franken is like very arch right is Will Franken is the summation of someone who is like, good God, do I not agree with this guy's politics at all? But my God may be one of the most brilliant in terms of structuring of a comedic performance over an hour. Unbelievable. So his 2012, 2013, 2014 shows were amazing. And then Trump's rise drove him insane is basically oh, what happened. Of going like so listening good. to comedy podcasts oh. so i'm gonna bring something up on the screen i tweeted this the other day did my name get mentioned on a podcast or something recently i had a random yeah. flurry of facebook friend oh. requests in quick succession from a certain what? similar demographic of people which was young male comics i had this and it was just one of those things where i was like why because i don't really use facebook anymore so i was like why am i getting friend requests from people I don't know and I was just like I, and the only thing I could think of was somebody somebody's mentioned me somewhere because this I isn't my theory because I think I know no um, um yes you, you can were, but you were on there was that video that somebody uploaded of the guy being like I don't usually like male com female comedians and you were there was it was it not what's this that's another thing that I'll I'll get into in a minute. I thought um, you were there, and then there's a because clearly, like like you had um, that clip got up, sent around yeah. everywhere. I saw you retweet it and said that this carried on, yeah. and therefore that you were probably had been. I kind of worked out that you were there, and I can imagine that. I mean, there are. I'm in. I'm in the video. Yeah, you so can. Are, yeah, you can see me in the video. It's that then. It's a bunch of male comedians going like, I know how to because like. There are certain comedians, like somebody adds you on Facebook and you've never heard them before and they've got 300 mutual friends and they've just started comedy and their way of doing it is just yeah. adding everybody. It's just adding people that they hear mentioned somewhere or whatever. So, That's yeah, it could, it could have been that, except this happened before that. Oh. <laughs> so I was just oh, like, I some, somebody spelled. has mentioned me somewhere mm. and it's so fucking validating because I found the podcast where I got mentioned. Oh! <laughs> it's, uh, but it's so frustrating. Oh, no. <laughs> Why? Well, how were you mentioned? So I was briefly mentioned on Elliot Steele and Michael Adewale's podcast. <laughs> I. 
and it's so funny because i don't say? i don't listen to their podcast i randomly listened to one episode because i will dip into comics podcasts like a random episode here and then mostly to bounce off our podcast just to be like checking in with what other people are doing and and see how the vibe right. is um so i i just kind of went into that and it was an episode it was the episode right after the queen died so i was like they're probably gonna have some fun with this and they had vittorio angelo angeloni on and so and i had just seen elliot that weekend and it's just the most frustrating thing because he goes oh yeah i was talking to ashley manning at the weekend which we had been and then vittorio interrupts him and he never comes back to say what he was going to say to me say about me <laughs> What an okay. ending. Um, and I'm just like, that's infuriating. I'll tell you what but else is infuriating. It's I also con- it's just so validating that I was right that somebody said my name on a podcast. I'm, by the way, the name of the podcast, the B Tech Philosophers. B Tech Philosophers. It. It's um, a good podcast. Is, is their podcast just them talking about how Elliot Steele's going to fight Will? Is that it? it, should, it, it the, uh, there more I mean, that's all our podcast. Yeah, our podcast. <laughs> Um, I hate this. I have to. I don't realize what I'm from. Is I have to run. I have to be done at four. You do I have to run. Sorry. Okay. Um, We're gonna have to go. Again. Um, I'm gonna pop in and out. I'm in Atlanta yep. next week for a comedy festival. I think I'll be here, but that will be determined. Um, we are recording a Patreon episode this week that will be out at some point. ASAP for popping in. Um, let us raid. Uh, yes, I have my plug. You... Can yes, I, of course, David. Plug I'm away. doing gigs in a place called London this week. Where? Um, it's uh, southeast. Uh, I'm doing ACMS. I'm going to probably be on earlier ACMS, and then I'm running over to headline. That's on Wednesday, uh, right? So far, yeah. And I'm headlining so far, so funny uh, in the evening. And then I believe I'm doing Covert Garden Comedy Cellar on Thursday. So if you're around in that London, then please Go come. For it. Wednesday is my birthday, so. Oh. Oh, that's my plug. But also, I'm performing at McCool's Material Girl tomorrow night in Glasgow. Oh my God! Well, guys, be there. Check those things out. Support everyone on social media. Do you have an ability to trigger a raid, Ashley? Because I do. Yeah, let's head on over to George Fox. George Fox. They had a George Fox nemesis. Raid message, everyone is. (laughs) um, uh, Is that David says boo? Uh, David, David says, says boo. boo. Also, can we ask George Fox a lot uh, if um, he uh, mentioned Ashley on a podcast? Make sure to ask him if he. Uh, mentioned yeah, yeah, that's a good thing. yeah. Okay, I've already started the raid, so here's an old lady talking about sex. Bye. Bye. That's all. Penis into her vagina. That's wondering 